Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. All right, what is up, Gypsy Gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast, and today my guest is none other than the infamous Troy Candy. Uh, I didn't know that much about Troy before we sat down and had this chat, but he came uh, as a recommended guest from a good friend of mine, Jack Simpson, and also a bunch of the Gypsy Gang uh, had hit me up and asked me to get Troy on, and pretty stoked that we got it done. He is a super down-to-earth guy and I really really enjoyed uh, the conversation we talked uh, quite a bit about I guess just the situation in Melbourne he's just moved to the Gold Coast from Melbourne um, after 200 days of quarantine Um, from there we sort of talked about I guess his career getting into uh, the car side of things with eye candy motorsports and then onto the Troy Candy uh, sort of the party stuff that that he does as well Um, but yeah like I said super humble dude and I'm really stoked that we're able to get this one done Uh, just got to give a quick shout out to our sponsors before you can just dive on into this episode Uh, and I just want to give a massive shout out to Boost Mobile and just let you guys know uh, on a bit of a partnership that Boost has done with the guys at SurfAid and surfing has been a part of the Boost DNA for probably 20 years Uh, and now they've officially partnered with SurfAid to support isolated communities uh, connected by surfing so all profits from Boost Mobile refurb sales until the 1st of November will go towards SurfAid and can help provide a year's access to clean water for family in remote villages in Indonesia. So if you are in the market for a new phone, now is a great time to buy and support such a great cause. So thank you so much to the guys at Boost Mobile for not only supporting our show, uh, but for the charity work that they do around the globe and they're keeping it in the action sports world as well. Uh, Troy is a big car guy. He actually pulled up to the studio in a Ferrari today Um, he's super well known for cars and I guess my claim to car fame is working with the legends at Crick's Tweed Uh, I don't have a Ferrari I got me Triton and uh, that bad boy does me just fine Uh, almost had that thing a year now Um, so super stoked on it it's done countless trips to the track and uh, yeah I'm I'm pumped on that thing Um, if you are in the market for a new or used car 
Cricks is still actually giving away that 2020 KTM 450 and all you have to do is buy a new or used car from the guys at Cricks. So you can head to crickstweed.com.au or give them a call and ask for Kyle. He's a bit of a mad dog. Uh, we're also brought to you by the guys at Dixon Flannel who are just about to drop their first uh, Aussie made, I guess Aussie designed uh, flannel. So Sam come up with a new design and it is based on the Kerrigan family uh, from the castle. So I'm super proud of Sammy for getting that one across the line. Pretty huge that, uh, you know, Dixon's one of the biggest uh, flannel companies in the world. And to have Sammy having a bit of a crack in uh, making his own design for the crew and it will be sold globally as well. So massive ups to Sammy and his team here at Dixon Oz. Uh, you can head to dixonquality.com.au and use the co- promo code RAMPTHIEF to get 15% off. We're also brought to you by the guys at Rival Inc. Design Co. I've been getting a ton of messages about the, uh, the graphics that are on my KTM. They are just stock off the website i basically uh, we didn't do anything fancy we didn't do anything custom Uh, i just picked the design that i liked and uh, basically alex just added me logos to it and i've had so many people talk about how cool that bike is uh, and that stokes me out because it's just yeah it's just a stock rival kit that anybody can get so you can head to rival ink design co if you want to get that one for yourself Um, also we have merch for sale on gypsy tails.com uh so yeah pump that bad boy into google and head to our online store all proceeds from our merch store go into our business account and pay the rent and shit so really appreciate it uh that's it from me thanks so much to everybody for your continued support of the podcast uh check out our vlogs that we've been doing on youtube as well from our trip we've got more of them coming this week and it's been a slow month podcast wise because i've been away a little bit but going to bust mass this week for everybody and try and get a bunch of sick ones done. And the first cab off the ranks is with your boy, Troy Candy. Peace. I think we own. We own Troy Candy. Sweet. What's happening, brother? Ah, oh, getting used to Queensland life. Yeah, dude, you're a uh, you're a requested guest. I had <laughs> just like we. So shout out to Jack Simo. He uh, he hit me up like a couple of weeks ago. and was like, dude, you got to get Troy on now that he's moved up to Queensland. And it's one of those things where it's like as soon as someone says something the fucking world has a way of like a bunch of other people you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, sort of starts yeah. popping up again so i was like man i know fuck all about this dude, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah anyone that jack simo recommends i'm like all right fucking let's let's get it going yeah no for sure appreciate it and then the great man just rolls up in a ferrari and fucking i'm just like all right what what what's doing <laughs> cheers to the house mate yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah you just moved up to queensland from victoria right yeah yeah um just down there um it like the lockdown just literally put my whole life on pause like just i got multiple businesses um and just yeah i just kept trying to push through but i just affected everything like my actual core business which is modifying cars and stuff it's a factory that physically closed because it's like a you know retail yeah to close yeah um, so i was like you know what i'll push on i got the Choi candy website which is all the party equipment snorkels outfits all that um and then we got the clothing brand ecm label so like you know the hats and like all the ecm stuff 
and then sales just started dropping um like because i couldn't do any fresh content couldn't yeah. do photo shoots couldn't hire studios so like the shops closed and choy candy's like easing off our ecm label um and then like we've had no rent reduction we've had like mm. all our outgoings are still outgoing um and obviously you know everything's good so like while all this stuff's pumping you go rent like an expensive house and yeah. finance expensive things all that doesn't stop so i just bit the bullet i said to the missus i'm like fuck let's just get out of here and let's let's make a move and um yeah i mean been up here two weeks now but i, I think actually it's probably one of the best things i've done and regardless of covid or not just the um for content creation and stuff lifestyle mm. up here every day sunny everyone's up here there's like cars bikes jet ski it's like i'm like why the fuck didn't i move up here ages ago dude it's fucking goldywood yeah <laughs> it is isn't it that's it's all happening yeah like i've been talking about it like when i when i first moved back from america like i lived in hollywood when i lived in america yeah and it's just i mean it's not just hollywood but california it's fucking every day sunny the weather's so good like yeah. people kind of gravitate towards there for those reasons and then the content thing is there and when i moved back i was like well if i'm gonna do the studio thing i just want to build the podcast studio in that that zone where that sort of shit is gonna go down and a lot of people were like why the fuck would you build a studio in burley yeah and i was like dude i'm telling you it's goldywood like yeah. it is gonna be this place that will be like australia's version of you know la like it has that scene it does. and then you've got you know all the fucking models and the influences and all that yeah. sort of shit and it's not like that's what the people that I want to get on the podcast but there is a certain vibe yeah. that just seems to like draw people to that whether it's you know moving there and living there or, yeah. or like sort of coming here but man it's like insane just the last couple of years to see the way that this place has changed it's fucking pretty gnarly yeah like I've only sort of come up here and there you know like back in the day for like schoolies or you know you just come up for the weekend and you do your sort of surfers paradise thing and but this is the first time really spending time going out to queensland raceway going mm. to the tracks doing like i guess being a local and like yeah i didn't realize how much actually lifestyle stuff mm. i had i thought it was just like a bit of a holiday destination but no nah, it's cracker i reckon i'll be here like even once lockdown's over i don't think i'll go back dude melbourne is <clears throat> in a fucking state right now or just like victoria in general it's, insane like considering in february when it all first happened um i just got back from bali actually it broke out while i was in bali like when it when, sort of what went dates big. were you in bali february maybe 20 or 10 fuck right i was there the same time oh really yeah yeah whereabouts were you uh changu yeah yeah i was so, dude, dude i was there as fuck, well. how's that yeah, yeah and everyone was like yeah we were watching the whole thing being like what the fuck's going down here like do we need to leave or yeah that's that's uh, i didn't like obviously understand the severeness of it so whatever and then got back and then they said oh you know we've got to sort of lock down for two weeks to flatten the curve mm. and i was like fuck two weeks fucking 200 days later do more now yeah. it's like 250 or something yeah like that. i left it probably yeah but like yeah, i made yeah. i like literally just uh it just got I think it was the Sunday and he announced the hectic stage for like the biggest one where it was like you couldn't even go with your partner to get groceries she had to go by herself or you stay home or vice versa um and I was like nah this is this dude's not like like we're down to like two new cases and still in lockdown I'm like 
this is like and all my friends were like oh um if what if you go to gold coast and uh, and it happens there i'm like it's not the virus it's the way the state's being managed so mm. if there's a breakout in gold coast which there was they managed to track it and trace it properly so yeah i literally just rang my estate said i want to get out of my lease um had a few meetings with the boys at shop this was going to happen booked a booked a car carrier brought the toys up here booked a uh, furniture truck got went into quarantine and then yeah just got out and just made it happen like i decided probably like a few days before i wanted to leave and then just booked everything made mm-hmm. it happen booked the flights got the permits did the quarantine and here we are dude it's fucking crazy to see the like, like i'm seeing so many people can't like right now in quarantine that have made the move yeah and people are posting about this is the way you do it it is a fucking bizarre time that we're living in man yeah it is um so i like my mates went up quarantined in um gold coast before me Mm. um so i obviously went to book gold coast and then there was just because i think when you book your flights automatically so if there's no flights available Mm. there is flights available but it means the quarantine's full oh yeah so i went to book gold coast kept waiting there's no flights no flights and then i was speaking to someone they're like that means the the quarantines will be full so i'd search brisbane and there was flights there um so we quarantined there two days into landing there or my mate started messaging me like hey how'd you get to brisbane there's no flights there or gold coast so they've all quarantined in darwin um and i'm like this is insane that all these they're big like there's heaps of quarantine rooms yeah and for them to be full is like is is nuts and even getting out like and they're they're people that are like to do it so i mean you could probably speak on the process a bit more than me but from what i've seen it's like you've got to have proof that you've got a new lease and you've got to have proof that essentially you're moving your whole fucking life there yeah yeah you don't come up here for two weeks like you nah. you gotta change all your bank statements show proof of, proof of lease get your um permit um get it all done so it's not a little thing and for that many people to be moving even like um i'm trying to get a warehouse Talking, I'm just gonna yeah, I'm trying to get a warehouse, um, and pretty much I was speaking to the real estate agent, and um, they're all going so quick. Like as soon as a warehouse pops up, it's going straight away. Anyway, I found this like business park it has like 60 factories in it, and um, he's like, oh yeah, from Melbourne, blah blah. We're talking. He's like, yeah, it's probably about 50 percent of these factories are leased to people moving their businesses from Melbourne. Yeah, it's like there's like Melbourne was like best livable state for like. <laughs> 10 years or whatever and then now it's like i don't know i don't know how it's going to recover from it because it's just like the butterfly effect like mm. you know we're just the little guys moving but the big dogs who are packing up they're gonna like you know the big developers that are developing big skyscrapers and stuff mm-hmm. like that investors that are going no we don't want to touch melbourne for the next few years it's gonna like have a ripple effect and it's gonna hurt the economy and everyone's just looking at little the short term like oh yeah job keeper will be okay but yeah it's um it's going to be really interesting to see what happens i know a lot of like um yeah people with some big businesses really changing structure and all guys because everyone in melbourne had to learn how to if they wanted to run their business that to learn to run it from home mm. um and a lot of people like me which what i did um just thought fuck if i've got my business running remotely well, right I just now rather, why can't i just yeah why yeah. don't i just live somewhere better and yeah i, I don't know how it's going to go but like 
And you picture, like, I don't know, say someone like Telstra that has a thousand employees in the CBD. So you've got to imagine their rent, their petrol, their, mm-hmm. their like, all the stuff they're giving a thousand people. They've got them all running from home. And if even if their productivity is only dropped 10, 20%, even 30%, if they've cut out all their petrols, their cars, their leases, their rent, why are they going to, why would they go back after this? Like, mm-hmm. um, and, and if their business is still running fine. So, I think it's going to have like a bit of a... I don't think it'll be the same again. Yeah. Even no, when it all goes. Definitely. Um, and yeah, I just thought I'll just make the move, get up here, get set up. Um, and so far, so good. Like, it's been wicked. Like, it's been awesome. The, uh, there's going to be... I mean, the world's just different now. And one of the things, like I was talking to a mate about this the other day, we all... You all think that... I feel like we all think we've got a lot more freedom than we actually do. Mm. Like we all, we thought before this COVID thing that we're like living in this free society and we can do what we want and this and that. And then this comes along and it just proved so fucking quickly how you could just be controlled. Yeah. And it's like, stay inside. And everyone's just like, yep, no worries. And my my buddy was saying, uh, he lives in the UK and they've just gone into like this next stage of the lockdown. And he's like, oh yeah, but it's made news like this one gym owner's like standing up saying he won't close for this new lockdown and this and that and like there's going to be an uprising i'm like bro it's over yeah it's over there is no uprising there's no no, and it's it's fucking done because like for the majority i think for people like us like we're fucking white we're australian we own our own business we get to sort of do what we want we're like the one percent of the one percent and we're the people that maybe we could have a little bit of money to put up a fight and maybe yeah. we could make a stand and maybe we've got a following that would like listen to what we're saying but it's like yeah fuck great but the rest of the populate like the global population mm. they they don't have the luxury to say like fuck the man fuck this yeah. i'm not doing that it's just like they go well i'm struggling to survive as it is i can't do anything about this like i literally just have to do what i'm told and then it's like now there's separation between those people that just do what they're told and then the people that might want to be like fuck this fuck the system or yeah it's like but mate you're in this tiny group and you can be squashed so fucking easily and that's what's happened yeah and, and now like i'm i wonder we get through this covid thing because the, at the end of the day too like the numbers don't back it up no then like the, in terms of the cases and the people dying like not at all pretty much everybody like i i don't think you could find anybody that still at this point in this fucking pandemic that would actually tell you that this is the right way that we should be doing this and Mm. things should still be closed and borders and fucking blah 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 no one agrees with it yeah but we're all inside yeah and we're all fucking playing the game so it's like essentially that life that we thought we had that freedom we thought we had this is the first time where it's just like it doesn't exist yeah it's um that's another thing i said to you know when i've talked to people i said that was another thing about melbourne that made it toxic it wasn't just dan andrews and the 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 way they're running it it was the division of people so like from day one me personally i don't know why i just i just didn't believe in it like the Mm. very first second it came out in a video from some guy in china just fell and dropped dead and it went viral i'm like this is weird like i don't think this is like this virus can't just like make people drop tire um and then I just kept continuing on doing what I was doing. So right at the start, if you go back to February or, you know, March, April-ish, I was just going out doing whatever and I was putting on my Instagram and 
literally everyone like you know you're a dickhead you you're selfish people like you are spreading this um you're a fucking idiot i want to see my family too but you're not and then you know get like to june july that like dropped down a bit dropped down a bit by like before i left i was still just posting whatever on social media um not to rub it in people's face and say like i'm doing this and you're not i was like more like I was just such it was like a negative toxic thing yeah. and I was like more just posting like I'm still doing whatever uh, and like, I'm fine yeah and, and I give people some entertainment I'm always doing dumb shit and people were reaching out going I've been stuck at home like a lot of people didn't want to break the lockdown law so like imagine not seeing anyone for like six months mm. not like not, not doing anything and they were saying like the every day I just look forward to watching your stories and stuff so as I was like you know I'll just keep posting it um but yeah pretty much by time before i left not one person was mm-hmm. that all at the start it was like oh let's see you do a better job than dan andrews when i was posting like you know this is a stupid plan um you know oh he's doing his best he can and then like they'll drop it off slowly yeah. slowly slowly down by the end of it i was doing whatever fuck i want and not one person would message but the thing that made it bad is like just the the mask and the anti-mask the the vaxxers anti-vaxxers the discussions the i would check my facebook walls just everyone turning on each other like good mates like mm. like literally turning on each other because oh he won't let me come over because he just reckons like we've got to do what we got to do and then i said he's a dickhead and then blah blah and like it was literally dividing people so it wasn't even just like the lockdown laws it was the um the way people look at you in society and mm. you know like i'd go through a, a shopping center and i'd forget my mask and instead of turning around and getting it i was like fuck it like whatever if you've got your i believe you i'm just like if you've got your mask on then you're safe don't worry about me yeah but some people just fucking like like would literally yell at you where's your fucking mask blah blah, blah. i'm like fuck this place like this mm. is it's one thing like dealing with the police and the, the government and that but then when you got like dividing of your fellow people, citizens yeah. yeah it's like it was just everywhere i looked it was a shit vibe there was like roadblocks every day to go to my house and isn't that go through where you're going where's your paperwork where's your permit it's like fuck man i'm just trying to go to work someone's dropping off some products like i'm trying to fucking put food on the table yeah and you're gonna sit here and give me a fine if i can't prove that like yeah it was just i got uh, too and much we've, we've gone away from this like innocent until proven guilty yeah and the the fucking world is gone like i've just been saying it, like we're just living in the upside down it is what it is mm. like we're here now yeah because now yeah you're guilty until proven yeah, innocent 100%. and it's like you you doesn't matter whether you've got the papers or not or whatever it's like you're fucking guilty yeah prove prove me wrong yeah prove yourself innocent and it's like that's not how this works can't yeah. you prove i'm guilty yeah that's how this fucking system works yeah. it's what we've been doing for thousands of years yeah like you te- if i'm fucking guilty that's on you to tell me that yeah you need to prove that to me you can't just fucking lock me up throw away the key for something that you think i've done yeah and that's what every like that sort of seems like the mentality that everyone's got at the moment it's just it's constant suspicion it's constant fear and like that fucking dan andrews did i don't know what's gonna happen to that guy yeah once he's um he's sort of created a bit of a, a shield around him um with this state of emergency being extended and stuff like everyone's like you know really high up solicitors heaps of people have done um like opposite parties like people high up Mm. there they've taken him to like court hearings and this and that and like the state of emergency and state of disaster extension really has granted him invulnerability like 
I don't understand too much because obviously I'm not into politics, but um, doing a lot of reading and even talking to people that are in like law firms and stuff like that, they're like, they pretty much just said like, it's, he's pretty much invulnerable till that six month extension. And this is the thing is, the problem that lays is when people are like, you know, not against him and, and saying, oh, he just needs the state of emergency extended just to be able to manage stuff they don't know all these new laws are coming in like police can get a verbal warrant over the phone they don't have to go to the courts anymore because in a state mm. of disaster they're getting warrants off members of parliament and stuff now not not the judge not the so like all these things are twisting in the back end but the thing they show you on the media is oh we need a state of emergency so that we can deploy more forces on the ground to keep you safe they're not showing all this stuff that's going on in the back end um and the people that are all for it is like examples like my mate does finance and we we're talking about it. he's like man this is fucking crazy i got this girl approved for her new car um the bank rang me up like a few days later saying uh, actually we have to unapprove it so what the hell is going on blah blah and they're like when um job seeker runs out her wages are less so she's getting paid more for not working mm. than when she was working full time mm. so these are the people like fuck this is sick like who is going to be against that mm. why would you work full time when you can sit at home and get paid more and and that's that's one of the kind of weird things in this is that cooperation's been incentivized yeah because and it's like i was saying like we're in this weird minority yeah and but the majority of people to get 750 a week mm. they're just like fuck i get 750 a week to do nothing yeah and this is generalizing, but if you're working a job that pays you less than seven fifty a week, there are people that have like kind of fucked up circumstances where they come from bad places and they, they don't have great education and this and that, and they they might want to do more but mm. are not really capable of it. Mm. But there there's a lot of fucking people that are just lazy cunts yeah. that make up society yeah. and they don't really want a good job. They don't really want more. And it's like this whole deal plays into those people. They're yeah. like, you don't have to do more now. You're yeah. good. Stay home. We'll give you this. We'll give you money. And it's like that's what I'm saying with you know the vast majority. Yeah, the majority of people are just like in these kind of shitty positions, and then you just prop up those people. And it's like there isn't going to be a lot of opposition when it comes to that. No. And man, like I was, I was. Um, I was hanging out with this chick and she just, you know, is like a fucking hospitality worker. And when this whole deal come in, um, but before when it was the first, like, we're going to do the two week lockdown just to stop it, blah, 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 all for it. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't get it. Like I own a business. Yeah. This shit doesn't work for me. Yeah. Like I'm not eligible for this. Yeah. I still to this day have not got a cent off the government yeah. in any way, shape or form through yeah. this. And you've just got to fucking battle your way through. Yeah. And then when you want to take opportunities from those people and then, you know, kind of go over there, of course you've got people that were just like willing to comply. And then once, it's like once you give that first bit, you just can't take it back. Yeah. And that's sort of what's happened. And now it's just extend, 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 extend. Yeah. Things will really turn when the, because um, the tears are dropping in JobKeeper. So it's mm. from 1,500 a fortnight, then it's 1,200 a fortnight. Then I think it goes down to you have to work a minimum of 20 hours to even get 1,000 a fortnight. That's when all those people who aren't, weren't standing up for themselves mm. is finally going to stand up for themselves. It's too late because then the state of emergency is being extended, blah, blah. Like what? 
how whyever he's done it and why he's done it is actually really smart he got the majority of people to be content with mm. life being locked down making that much money doing nothing by the time they're not content with it it's too late yeah it's over so props to him for but <laughs> I just don't like over. I don't understand it like I I haven't been I haven't been following so much of it so I mean half this shit I'm fucking honestly speaking out of my ass anyway but yeah. like but I don't get the motives nah. like it's it's crippling a state yeah it, I don't understand why someone would want to cripple a state in that way and like you said dude Melbourne was <coughs> the powerhouse of Australia mm. like fucking crazy you've got an insane state with crazy developments like massive sporting events huge cultural center cultural hub of australia in so many ways and then this yes. and i'm like why do like i don't yeah. understand there's no there's no clear motive look the, the, the only thing that i've like just when i reflect on it and think to myself um i won't go too into it because i've still got an open court case but um just some stupid shit going on at home like traffic and just crap like that traffic mm. infringements whatever um but like i had police driving an hour to my house knocking on my door questioning my missus who was driving this car who was doing this and um she was literally she said to me is that why is that why you're here in stage four lockdown to ask me about a burnout and they showed her a video and she's like so you're you've you've come out an hour two of you to my house face to face to ask me if i did a burnout in an industrial estate on a sunday and where there's some deadly virus like we're mm. locked down and he pretty much just said, I can do whatever the fuck I want right now. And it wasn't even our address because um, we just moved, so we hadn't changed all. She's like, and why did you even come to this address? It's not like our, like it's not on paper. It's nothing. Like mm. They're just going off social media. And he's, he was just being away. He's like, I'll do whatever the fuck I want right now. He's like, I'll come into your house. Like, they can literally... So my only thing is, that's just little bullshit, you know, me. I'm, not, I'm just a fucking nobody. But the big dogs, if there's some serious crime going on, I'm... And I've heard a lot of stuff. Um, I think they're just walking through people's houses and shit now and just getting warrants, doing whatever the fuck they want because this everything's just, the courts are closed. Mm. Um, even my little shit, they pretty much like took my car, took everything and I can't get into court because the courts are closed. So like you said, I'm copping punishment and... But I, you're not even guilty yet. Yeah, but I know I won't even get found guilty for these things um so that's why i got really pissed off because i'm like if we actually did this properly and and like they just did it all fucked up like not the way things do like if a something happens in a say a car they're supposed to go to the registered operator registered operator nominate someone someone has to like come forward do this do that yeah, get a summons yeah. they skipped all that came to my house and that isn't even i don't even know how they knew where i live come straight to my house tr took my car did this and he pretty much said, I'll do whatever the fuck I want right now, like, because of, of, like, what's going on. And and then I, I was thinking, I'm like, fuck, imagine, like, guys are actually doing bad shit. Mm. They they wouldn't have any leg to stand on. Mm. Um, and I heard some crazy stories, like, um, uh, you know, the COVID fines, breaching COVID fines, 1600 mm. bucks. Then went 3000 now it's up 5000 Um, I heard a, a bloke just, he got pulled over, couldn't think of an excuse, whatever. He's like, fuck i caught the fine um got home paid the fine and then um two days later cops came to his house took all his guns and stuff and he's like oh i got registered like you know they're all registered and i got my license they said no you can't because you've got a criminal record and he's like no i don't and he's like they're like yeah you do you the breaching covid was going down as a 
criminal act. Fuck. So I think there's more, but I just don't know. But I feel like it's like... There has to be though, you know, like because it just... Why would you want everyone to hate you? <laughs> yeah, it, that, that's the that's the like, yeah. I mean, I just I just don't get it. I look at it. I look at what's happening in Queensland, and it, like, we've been fucking sweet. We had our <clears throat> restrictions, and it was everyone was pretty cruisy about it. It didn't really like. I heard of a few people getting fines and shit like that, but it's like for the most part, our state's been good. It feels like it's been handled super well. Like, mm. and our like even our premier it's not like like I don't, couldn't even fucking tell you the premier's name here neither because they're not on TV every fucking day it's like yeah. this dude it's become this like he's become this villain in this fucking yeah. in this uh, pantomime that we're yeah. all kind of watching and it just, uh, just doesn't make fucking sense yeah I did read something like that like the I read like an article saying that he'll be the most one of the most remembered premieres ever even though it was for bad but some people would like that yeah like there could be a reason he's done that like no one will ever forget dan andrews and get on the beers and fucking like carry on you you know like that stuff so i mean yeah actually the first day out of quarantine here was it had been that long that it was i i couldn't fathom what was going on so like i go to meet people and they go to shake my hand and i like yeah yeah you know and it's human nature you're not supposed to like like everyone's got masks on so you lose that you know a random smiles will mm-hmm. pass they give you a smile you don't know if they're smiling or not yeah you want to shake someone's hand you lose all that like human nature and connection and yeah and that's normal for us like we need that you need to see friends once a week and socialize and interact and um it, it actually took a long time, eh? Like, I just would just randomly think, like, nah, that shop will be closed, or, oh, shit, I don't have masks, can't go in, or too many people near me, or, like... Um, and it's like everyone back at home is watching my stories, and they're like... Like, I walked down Cavill Avenue on Saturday night, and it was just, like, lines, of, mm. like, right out the club, down the road, and everyone was messaging me going, is that fucking legit? Like, yeah, I can't see my fucking sick mum, yeah. but these guys are going clubbing like that's just like it's you know what maybe a hundred years ago there's no like you know connection between the states yeah. you wouldn't know you'd think the whole world's like that this is okay but this day and age when you you're getting told to sit at home by yourself this and that and then you go on instagram and see people going to clubs and festivals and shit that's when you're like fuck this that's what i did yeah i'm like this is fuck if you guys were all locked down i would have just stayed at home and be like well it is what it is yeah but you can see it's not how it has to be. So. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing. We went to Cairns on this trip and uh, we were at a, a nightclub and it was the first weekend that they bought that you could stand in nightclubs or whatever. Yeah. Stand with it. And I'm, in my head, I'm just going like, all right, so there's no cases in Queensland. Is that still true? Is there any cases in Queensland? I thought we had like no, no cases. I've got no idea. I, I'll, I'll just Google it real quick. I actually haven't heard... Um, anything like even victoria apparently has got two new cases yesterday so um and let's be fucking clear that's two people with the flu yeah <laughs> yeah you know what i mean and that was one of the things um oh, this even in um the absolute peak of uh you know when melbourne was all over the news for being so infected and stuff yeah, yeah. my mates were messaging me from other states or even my mates in america were like dude like melbourne's fucked day eh? like everyone's dying i'm like i don't know one person 
and I know I've got a pretty big network. I don't know one person with it. And then I did know one person that had it who tested positive, but he said he didn't know he had it. Like, yeah, no, like no symptoms, yeah. nothing. So like, yeah, uh, it's, it's very hard to believe. So I wonder, so we have seven fucking, oh, total cases, four. Yeah. And I think actually they're in, um, they just flew in and they're in quarantine. They're from like, uh, overseas. Fucking hectic. There's four. Four people. So yeah. we're we're in this fucking club and uh and they're like, Oh, that you can you can stand now, but you can't dance. So like we're with these people and it's like my mate's girlfriend, this song comes on, she's just standing and then she starts just dancing in the same spot that she was standing, right? Yeah. And then the bouncers walk over, sorry, no dancing. <laughs> fuck and off. I'm like, am I, I'm sc- what the fuck are we doing? Like, what, actually, what the fuck? There's four cases yeah. and dancing in the same place. Like, there is no difference to fucking dancing or standing. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? I just, none of this shit actually makes sense. And if you, you know, like, oh, we can have this many people in this pie shop. Like yeah. we were, we're at uh, Beefy's fucking pies in Gympie and they've just, they're like, oh, we can only have four people in the shop. But that same fucking person, you got the three people in there and then there's the line outside and then the same person that was just in the shop walks past you yeah. to leave the, like there's one fucking door. It's all of this like semantics yeah, that we seem to be getting crazy. into and it's just like, what is the fucking point of all of this? Yeah. And it's just like regulation after regulation after regulate. And it's like, hey man, none of this has anything to do with catching or transmitting a virus. Also, there's four fucking people in the entire state of millions that have it. So it's like, at what point does common sense prevail? prevail? Yeah. And it's like, through this whole thing, I haven't really seen a lot of common sense. And to me, Mm -hmm. like, the common sense thing, and this is what I sort of thought from the start of this, is like, there's there was people dying Mm. yeah cool now they're within a certain age range okay cool you've got this job keeper thing so like there is money that the government can then give to people to stay home all right so if you're 50 and over you're in quarantine yeah just stay home and fucking. if you're scared of getting covid and you want to apply for job keeper stay home if you want to keep your business going and if you want to run the risk of catching the flu in the same fucking way that you run the risk of catching the flu in any other way, yeah. shape or form, <laughs> then you fucking, then that should be your human right. Yeah. Because it's like, I just, I feel like there is this, there is like a violation of, of human rights in the sense of they're taking away your choice for your own health. Mm. But it's like diabetes kills more people a year. Alcohol kills more people a year. Mm. Car crashes kill more people a year. So there's a freedom of choice that you have. Like you drove here in a Ferrari. Mm. That car can go fast enough to kill you. Yeah. My Triton can go fast enough to kill me. Yeah. But I've got this choice Mm. and I can make a choice. I can also choose to cross the road. I can choose to go surfing. There's been a fucking bunch. More people have probably died of fucking shark attacks yeah. in, in Queensland. In Queensland, yeah. Just this fucking last three months than COVID. I'm still too scared to go on the water here. Which you should be. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, what's this distinction that, you know, these the people can just make to just fucking choose for you? 
Mm. And, you know, they're the things where I'm just like, we're, we're entering a fucking weird time. And now there will be a point where the lockdowns and shit will end and life will be fairly normal. But, like, I could see always needing border crossing things and I could see this you know a world where there's going to be some you know weird quarantines when you enter a state and you've got to have health checks and yeah you know th- there's going to be a hangover where the shit like it just doesn't ever fully go away but what's fucked up in my mind is that now all of these um all of the infrastructure's in place mm. so yeah let's call it a new thing covid 22 mm oh guys COVID-20 back in fucking side yeah there's just now this like crazy level of control yeah there is I feel like um, everything gets tested too because realistically if you did want to do a stage 4 you wouldn't you just bang it out and get it done two weeks and then if you if, like stage 4 was hectic like you weren't you couldn't do shit mm. so if you bang that out straight away two weeks how the hell could it spread mm. it's almost like when you know all right we're gonna do this we're gonna do this and then just push a little bit push a little bit push a little bit by the time you're in stage four you turn around and you're like holy shit like mm. whereas if they had to drop stage four straight away everyone like fuck no like ride against it this is bullshit yeah but they're like hey today you can only go 100 kilometers 50 kilometers five kilometers you're not allowed to leave your couch right? blah 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 you gotta wear a mask and they just yeah. slowly push people into the circle and then once they're in the circle you look back and you're like Man, if you told me in January that you had to wear a mask, you couldn't go to work, you couldn't leave your house, you couldn't um, have one friend over, you couldn't fucking... You, you weren't allowed to be outside for longer than an hour. What the fuck does that got to do with anything? If you're in a park by yourself... You get two hours in prison, don't you? Yeah, you, it was like... That's what made Smith... Like we are talking about, and they're like, fuck, it was actually better in prison. Like we got to do activities, we got two hours out, we got to go to gym gyms weren't closed like it's it was literally victoria just turned into a prison and that's that's a problem it just sort of gradually happened and then people turn around and like you know you just wouldn't fathom it in, yeah. in january if someone said this is what's i i honestly like like and then you know there's like little leaks of oh stage three this is what it looks like i said mates man you can't do that like that i'm like that's the biggest load of shit that's fake like you can't get told to stay at home like we're in fucking australia like I don't know about about other countries, but I feel like compared Australia to me has always been like that shit doesn't happen here. Yeah, like you know, and when it actually started happening, I'm like, well, no one's going to abide by it, and people started buying by. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? This is fucking, this is crazy. But this is actually something I haven't spoke about on my um, even on my social media or nothing, which I've noticed. Um, which I think is important. Address I watched that. I don't know if you watched that social dilemma. I haven't yet it's pretty crazy um, I've read most of the books and this shit that was referenced in it oh, like, from people that have spoken to me about it yeah yeah. well they talk about one of the main things is everyone's perception on stuff because of the way social media is controlled for each individual so what they see mm-hmm. what they and being in Melbourne and I didn't notice this till now but since I've been here so every day in Melbourne my news feed everyone arguing mm-hmm. um dan andrews dan andrews on tv covid safe things popping up radio this that stay safe blah blah like um and it really was like a fucking rain cloud 
over mm. my head without me knowing subconsciously and without you choosing yeah you didn't follow any of that stuff no, you didn't no. click on any of those tabs you didn't like want to check that shit no. it just happens to you yeah even to point news articles this person dying this person's arguing about their shop this person um find um showing all the roadblocks this so um but I'm I'm a really positive guy, always happy. I didn't realize until I got here, I was I was actually not happy and and like for me to I think I was like at one stage a bit depressed. Like I was actually smashing like a bottle of red a night. I'm never like that. Um, I was just lost motivation for work, um, but I didn't know it because I like eased into it. Mm. Getting here, I've like actually just has just looking back I can tell I was depressed and this is the thing that worries me is I was in like a really nice house I was with my missus in a happy relationship really good business and for me to get depressed I think about like imagine the people that are already on their last leg they like they, maybe their missus left them they lost their job then they're stuck inside if I'm getting depressed and everything's sweet what about these people and no one in the rest of the states well, not many people I believe would understand the severity of it because since I've been here I haven't heard nothing like I, I catch up with my mates and they're like oh like one of my mates did a status saying hey does anyone have a Bunnings card for me that they can go get some shit for me and I was like what the fuck's that and they're like oh you, you need these special cards to be able to go to Bunnings and shit and I'm like are you fucking kidding me and they're like yeah they've closed Bunnings they've done this they've done that and I used to be up to date with all that and seeing it, not because mm. I really cared about it. It was just pushed was in just my there, face. Yeah. Since moving here, I'm like, fucking don't even see any of that. And I don't think the rest of Australia will really ever know or understand or feel what like Melbourne people have felt. It's just, like I said, subconsciously just like a rain cloud. And that's just like, you wake up in the morning and I was just like, so that's going to be another shit day. Like, mm. And for you to think about, like, think like that, it's just, it's just not healthy. Mm. But I didn't realize it till moving here. And, um, yeah, it's just something I, like, never really... Because they talk about it in The Social Dilemma and then now I've seen it firsthand, moving states, all these things I was seeing every day, hearing, whatever, is it just, just gone. Like, it feels like I forget that COVID's a thing up here. It's fucking crazy, dude, That's eh? fucking... It's literally a border crossing. We're not changing planets or countries. It's... And there's not even a fucking border. Yeah, nah. When you drive from Queensland, I, I drive to New South Wales to ride bikes yeah. weekly when there's none of this fucking shit going on. There's no fucking border. Nah. There's a sign. Yeah. There's well, a sign yeah. that says, welcome well, to Queensland. Yeah. Welcome to you. That's the same when you go from here to South Australia. Yeah. Or sort of Victoria. Victoria to South Australia. South Australia to Western Australia. Yeah. Western Australia to Northern Territory. Northern Territory to Queensland. It's just a fucking sign. Yeah. We're all in this same place, but you're right, man. It's like they fucking draw this line and the the shit that you're fed, you know, through the media, the shit that you're fed on social media, that shit is what actually does outline a state. And yeah. that's fucking scary. Yeah, it's it's what dictates, it's what uh, people's perceptions, what puts people, you can put them in fear, you can put them in whatever you want. They, they can literally control an imaginary line of people um and it's just i've got mates that like drive um to queensland every week for freight mm. so they go on the queensland border declaration site you got your quarantine pass this pass that pass um you know if you're a military you got a pass and then there's a freight one 
you can just go through the border. They don't even pull you over. If you've got a freight thing in your window, they just wave you through. Mm. If Victoria's got this like hectic, deadly virus, I'm pretty sure a freight pass, a bit of paper off the internet doesn't control who goes through and who's not. Mm-hmm. You can literally just be Joe Blow and just cruise on through and come back. They don't follow you in a car to see where you go or like yeah. what you do. So it just shows like it's not about the virus. It's not about nothing. It's They just care. Like this guy, Dan Andrews, is just caring about what's happening in his state. Mm. The thing that I said too from the start with it, and this was before it was more obvious that it was fucking nothing, is I'd say to my friends that if we had, if COVID-19 made your eyeballs melt out of your face <laughs> and drip onto your shoes and then you fucking died via a head explosion we would all stay inside yeah 100 percent. that's what would happen but yeah. because there would be this self-preservation mode that would kick in that's yeah. like a biological thing no one could avoid and you could be the government and you could try and do the opposite and make people continue living their life and everybody would go fuck you dude i'm yeah. not having my eyeballs melt and drip on my <laughs> shoes you can eat a dick cunt yeah. but that's not the case no nah. like no one's scared of this thing because nah. it isn't fucking a thing to be scared of no nah, that even at its worst that um government website i forgot what it's called whatever but they just released the flu cases for mm. in june for like the last year to this year and we lost all our flu cases so no one got the flu this year mm-hmm so does that mean we're technically heaps healthier? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because COVID is. Yeah, the exactly. Flu. But like, I don't know. What is that? All the flu cases, exactly. So how can no one get the flu mm. when we've been getting thousands and thousands every year? Yeah. And all of a sudden we're like, oh, flu's gone. And, and like, I've only spoken about. I, I sort of decided pretty early in the piece that I just wasn't really going to talk about COVID that much. Yeah. Um, because there was enough going on about it. I decided that I wanted to keep the podcast as a source of like positivity and bring people these great stories and try and do my bit to make the world seem normal. Yeah. As opposed to just every single weekend or every single week talking about the same fucking shit. Mm. But with your case, you've experienced it very, very differently. Like I haven't had anyone on the show that's actually made the move from Melbourne and and sort of lived through it so that's Mm. sort of why I wanted to talk about it this time around yeah um but man the fucking the craziest thing with uh that that I've sort of wondered is like why hasn't there been any riots why hasn't there been any protesting Mm. down there because to me like I'm frustrated for the people... Like, I've got a bunch of great friends down in Melbourne and I'm frustrated for those people at this point Mm. because of the way that we're living. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it fucking sucks to see... Like, i got friends... Like, you talked about big developers. Like, I've got friends that are fucking massive developers, self-made guys that have worked their entire careers. Like, I'm talking dudes that were working fucking 18 hours a day for 10 years. Like, give their entire life Mm. to build these businesses they're just going to shit and it's just like it's fucking so sad to just cripple these people that you know you you put these roots down and you work your fucking ass off and like that's what that's like the freedoms that we've been afforded in australia like that's why it is such a great country but i just i wonder like it's at the point for for me where i'm like dude i feel like if i was there 
mm. I'd be trying to do something. And but, it's like, why haven't there been more of the, more yeah. of those riots? It's it all comes down to what you said before. It's like the minority. Like, I've got fi- say I've got fifteen cars. I'm the minority. Not many people have fifteen cars. That's a thousand dollars each in rego. I've spent fucking nearly fifteen k just in rego this year, mm. and I haven't driven any of the cars. I haven't gone anywhere. I got you know all my um work safe bills my like outgoings my utilities my rent my this my that none of that all that's gone out so obviously me i want to write but everyone else hasn't got that shit they've got you know one car which their money's coming in it's covering it anyway so you know they don't care and then the other thing is they've got such good control of like like I don't know if I was if you've seen how Google had that warning one day where it said the new Australian legislation coming in so they so like in like uh, you know China they can mm. um, the they government can, can pay yeah but they can also pay money for um, Google's uh, not in ads just like behind the scenes so not sponsored oh, yep, so yep, like yep. if you say um, what's the best water to drink what's safest for me and they don't want you to drink a certain water it'll secretly like do it in mm. the back end well google had a thing and it had like a tab and i clicked on it, i'm like what the hell is this saying it's like um they pretty much just said that australia is asking for this too so just letting you know our terms and conditions will might change and stuff like that um but their control over all that is is i'll give you an example so right now like today or yesterday something's gone viral in melbourne it's a little meme screenshot thing and it's like Australia had 1,000 cases in June and the UK had 1,000 cases in June. Now UK just hit 15,000, Australia had two. So before you turn on Dan Andrews, um, you know, think about this and blah, blah. And now that's going viral. And half the people I've seen share that were fucking complaining about the lockdown. Mm. But now they're like, like people just jump ship on whatever's like moving. So now there's all these people like, you watch that hasn't happened too much now but i give it a week when they announce one case or whatever dan angels will be the man that saved victoria you mm-hmm. know like we know what the hell's gone on behind the scenes we know how we know how much it's destroyed the economy and this and that but all that shit just goes out your head and mm-hmm. people people are very now yeah they don't you know you've seen everything go viral on the internet one week it's it's like some hectic war and everyone's like save these children yep. next week it's a guy drinking cranberry juice Meme on a skateboard culture, it's like so everyone's going to forget about the full destruction of like businesses and this and that and the lockdowns and the fines and they're going to go oh wow we've got one case see Australia's the best Dan Andrews is the man they mm. don't, that's we're but, just, and, and the thing is like people die like mm. that's where well I'm going to die yeah. you're going to die that's, that's one thing that I can tell you for sure in this life yeah and it's like we're 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 trying to protect people from this thing that is like literally going to happen to fucking everybody yeah. and then you're celebrating this guy for yeah it's oh, none of none of it makes sense in yeah. in that front but you're so right with the way that we're turning into meme uh, like a meme culture mm. and it's so controlled by these platforms which is i think like the main fucking deal of that it's just stuff dilemma. going viral mm. but like that it became so apparent to me this year with the bushfires mm. that was everywhere that's all you could fucking read about that mm. i had people from america calling my phone saying are you safe are you okay? i'm like 
yeah dude like there's the fires are bad but i mean we've we've definitely had fires before yeah but the whole world seemed to jump onto it and then everyone's raising all this money and it was like and i mean i've said it on here before but people jump on these things like uh i liken it to a, a diet like an extreme diet if you come to me and you're like hey man i'm going on this new diet i'm gonna have no sugar i'm gonna have no carbs i'm gonna only drink water and only drink black coffee and i'm only gonna eat within a two-hour window every single day i'd be like cool i'll see you in a week you won't be doing any of that yeah it's too hard yeah that's not how it works like people don't just have these like overnight switches where they can change literally every single thing about the habits and the way that they've lived their life and that's what happens with these causes that people go for yeah and it's like the bushfires everyone's a fucking bushfire activist everyone wants to save all of the koalas it's like there's been a disease that's been wiping out koalas for the last fucking yeah why don't you care before no one give a fuck then yeah and it's the same as you know the the then we had obviously covid then we had the black lives matter thing yeah. when was have you when was the last time you saw someone post that black lives matter yeah it's it's man, fucking gone it's it's look look go back to like remember that coney coney 2020 bro. that was the first one bro like everyone was like sorry. man we gotta go there save these kids this and that yeah. and then like the next week it was like something else and then something else and then and i i see it like big time because um we do a lot of like charity work like We've we've nearly done about seven million dollars in fundraising in the last two years through my business where we, we give away cars. Yeah, right. So it's like twenty five bucks, go in the drawer, someone wins the car and proceeds go to the charity. Yeah, right. Um so we did because um, we did a lot of farmers in the droughts. Yeah. Um, which we still commit to. Um, and then a lot of the farmers were getting affected by the bushfires, so we started going towards bushfires. Um but we didn't do like one-off things. We did quarterly commitments because we're still in touch with them all. Um, I, I go out to like Gippsland and stuff like that, and people go, oh, um, "They they got this much money. Um, they're sweet." And I'm like, "Dude, they lost their business during the time where they make their money. Mm. Like, so if they're touristy thing, um, whatever." like they make their money over say christmas and easter and shit like that they don't make money for the rest of the year mm. and people go oh they got that much money you know they can build a house i'm like that you guys have got no idea like this is fuck them for like 10 years so like mm. we're still doing heaps of stuff like um we supply like hay feed water um you know i've been doing like heaps of different raises out there and like staying in touch with them and um and i see it firsthand because i'm like fuck everyone was like all about the bushfires like last week and mm-hmm. now this week they're not but nothing's changed it's still just it's as still bad as it was thing, yeah. it's not it's fixed it's like you know I could understand if it was fixed and like alright we're over that onto the next thing but it's not even fixed it's not even the, the, that much better and it's just like they're like no we're on to the next thing it's like you know like I remember some documentary went crazy with like it was like vegan it was like about meat. Oh yeah, it was, fuck, it was pretty hectic. Yeah, I, I yeah, watched like I the preview and I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Um, but fuck, what was it called? You know, it was like people. Fuck, what was it called? They're like kicking cows into like blenders and shit. Like, it was yeah, fucking real fucked up. Yeah, and um, fuck, man, everyone was like going vegan. Like, like, yeah, I don't eat meat. Like this and that. Like, don't get me wrong, I fucking love anyone that um, it actually really does get to them and they want to better themselves and they do it. 
but there's a difference between people posting it on social media to get the the clout mm. and the I'm doing it's this virtue signaling. Like when that, what, remember that chick in the something in the the what was it went viral? She like took a photo with like Black Lives Matter and then just took it all off and walked. Remember she got busted. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That is like that is literally that a is, euphemism for the problem. Yep. Yeah, that yeah. that is so she pretty much got busted doing it not behind the keyboard she, that that video went viral that was her in the making of you know dressed up with black lives matter this and that some photos and then as soon as the guy took his phone down she just ripped it all off and walked off like that was yeah done. i can't remember i think it was something like that but yeah no you're right that's what everyone wants to do and jump on and that's what's that's what's getting so hard with um society is like you said it's just next well, next next the the perfect <clears throat> the crazy thing and it's like a perfect example is when the Black Lives Matter thing was going on. It was like right in the thick of COVID. Yeah. And I think that that went so big because everyone was at home. Everyone was only on their phones. Like the potential for things to go viral yeah. in that period was so great. And then this happened. And like, like I said, I lived in America for 10 years. The amount of fucking times that I've seen... I was there for Trayvon Martin. I was there for a few of like big ones that went super viral yeah. for like in America no cunt cared in Australia yeah. and it's like the the same people that were telling me and I'm like dealing with these people daily at like coffee shops and whatever and it's like they're yep we got to do these regulations and this for COVID and this for that and, and then this Black Lives Matter thing come along and they're all like yep fuck yeah I'm going to make a sign I'm going to march we're going to have this demonstrate and I'm like you're the same person that yeah. is like up me for like saying fucking this COVID thing's bullshit blah blah yeah. blah and it's like you'll want to criticise me for the things that I'm doing in terms of just trying to live my life keep my business going all that sort of shit yeah. you want to criticise me for that but when it suits you and you can get a photo for Instagram yeah. you want to go and get your fucking sign and paint your face and do all that yeah. get your shots for Instagram and then fucking dip and then it's like on to the next thing and it's like that shit's incentivized, man, mm. with the the whole social media thing. And it's just like, it is super fucking unfortunate that, that that's like, they've engineered these platforms and they've engineered these things to like literally create that shit. Yeah. Like that is a phenomenon that has been made. And hopefully that, you know, I, I just, I don't see it changing, but hopefully like the social dilemma you know and these these kinds of things would like change people's That's, perceptions and habits yeah. but it's just like the reward like people are just so like small-minded and like the validation mm. that comes through these platforms and and man like fuck it's crazy the the just like the average chick these days the you can look on her instagram and, and like there was a I actually looked at this uh this chick's Instagram the other day that I've seen her fucking for probably about six months like around and I was like oh, I'll check her out her Instagram someone tagged her in something and I thought she was pretty cool and I looked at her Instagram I'm like fuck you're the same as all of them yeah like it literally looks the same you wear the same fucking clothes you wear the same fucking glasses you take photos at the same spot like and then you put the same Lightroom filter on and fucking all, you're all <laughs> the fucking same dude. like yeah. this sucks like yeah. it sucks that people have been so conditioned mm -hmm to do the same fucking shit as yeah. everybody else it's just like where did originality go yeah where did um, being yourself go it's 
it's crazy too like the ripple effect like just talking to someone i was we were discussing actually how like um a lot of dogs in the pounds and stuff are getting put down because like when we were young you you could just go to the pound and get a dog or mm. get a big dog whatever now you have to have a what's it called a frenchie or mm. um stuff because like everyone on instagram has a frenchie yeah. so like it's sad like all these like normal dogs are really good dogs uh unwanted now like yeah. you have to have a frenchie or if you get a cat it's got to be like a short head you know like yeah um everything's changing like even brands like when i was young mercedes and gucci was an old man if mm. he wore gucci he was he was probably really old um or if you drove mercedes he was old mm-hmm. young dudes didn't give a fuck about a mercedes like now you know some rappers head to toe and gucci mercedes goes on instagram you just see their lifestyle these kids want to appear to it mm. then influencers uh posting all this stuff head to toe and gucci mercedes it's not then it carries down to the younger guys that are working nine to five for 700 bucks a week and mm. they're dropping 700 dollars on a fucking gucci scarf for their instagram picture mm-hmm. and I just think like I'm just like, how is in, how how has social media gotten that powerful where some kid will work forty hours for a scarf yeah like at Macca's like a hard forty hours for a scarf whereas when I was fourteen fifteen sixteen we're out riding like BMXs or yeah you know doing the shit but it's not like that anymore and it's um it's fucking crazy that people are um so focused on you know I'll see mates like you know well people i know or whatever head to toe in gucci and amg and then other people are like fuck you know he's killing it like i know he's decked out head to toe ticked up like he can't even touch a fucking credit card um and he's working his ass off but that's fine like because he wants to live like that but the problem is that little young dude that looks up to him yeah now wants to do that so like that's why my social media like yeah i'll have ferraris and shit on it or whatever but i'll like last week i went and brought a 500 dollars vt and we took it out drifting or like you know i'll 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 try and keep my social media really real mm. um and and not i don't care to keep it all super clean and like mm. i put the good and the bad on there and like um i show a lot of struggles through like my business and shit that's happened and being broken into or um I like to keep it real because I know I've got a lot of young dudes that look up to me mm. and I don't want them to get lost in thinking that I've got this dream life and everything's sweet. So when they don't have that dream life that they feel shit about themselves, mm. they'll be like, oh no, that's right. Like I posted like a few years ago, maybe like eight years ago, I was driving, like my car was like a Honda Civic, like an old Honda Civic, like $2,000 Civic. You know, I'll post all that shit up and like show the, like all that, I've been through that. Like if you're going through that, it's that's just part of life whereas mm. people look in these other people's things and they're like think fuck my life shit look at this guy's this that's what i should have like you know and even now like even like three years ago i, I hit a bit of a rough patch and i brought like three thousand dollar subaru I actually had a ferrari and at the same time got rid of that and because i wanted to grow other, my other businesses mm. instead of like trying to look cool and have that amg or whatever i'm like fuck it, i'll get a three thousand dollar subaru i'll cruise that for 12 months used all the money from that invested in other stuff got the capital to fucking build everything else but if i was so worried about like living up to my part on instagram and brought the amg mm. i would have nothing what i've got now because my money would have been there and i had no freedom but i would have been worrying about 
what everyone thinks like oh shit mm. Troy's fucking got rid of his throne as in a shit car like I didn't give a fuck I'm just gonna live my life and do it and I'll post it on there because these these young dudes have got to see that everything's not dreamy mm. you know even girls I feel sorry for girls these days like it's they, worse for girls I they, like I, I see a lot of girls on Instagram and then you bump into them and then you walk away later or something and you click up fuck that was that girl like mm. she looks nothing like that so imagine that 12 year old girl in school that looks up to like a instagram influencer chick she's she's gonna think that she's too fat too this too that when that chick's like not like that on instagram dude i know chicks that are hot as fuck mm. that think they're shit because they're just constantly comparing themselves to every other chick yeah and it's just like man at some point we all just gotta realize that it ain't about that shit like unfortunately too that the it's just weird how into appearance people are just in general Mm. it's such a surface level part of our experience like it literally is the surface yeah like what you see in terms of somebody's skin that is the most like shallow part of that person like it's literally skin deep it's just a form that you see in front of you there is no depth to that yeah what you what you look like tells you one percent about that person yeah but man people have just got it so fucking twisted in thinking that that that's where the juice is like that's what you've got to got to do and like i mean there's a there's a couple cool people that i've seen on instagram like chicks that have like real bad skin and they're like hot as fuck but like they just struggle with like full acne yeah and man i've got so much like respect for a chick that can be like that and go on instagram and just literally show like how fucked up her skin is and it's like that that to me kind of like makes her hotter than what she'd be if her skin was fucking perfect yeah because there's like that is a that to me is like a window into what that person actually is like yeah that says so much more about a person the fact that she's like willing to wear her flaws so proudly and so and i'm I'm sure she's insecure as fuck about it yeah because that's not the the perfect image but it's like you know to me i look at that and i'm like man that that tells me a lot about what you actually have going on like deep inside and that's if you get married to that person yeah like that's what you marry yeah like you don't marry people's fucking skin man no you don't marry <laughs> people and there's there was this fucking crazy video that i watched and it was um it was on youtube and it was about this 97 year old dude and it, he was talking about death and he's like a an author and a philosopher and he wrote like a book on death and he he sort of had this cool line where he's like oh I've written eight books and I think of seven of them were really good and they, I really knew what I was talking about and the one that I wrote about death I actually know fuck all and you saw like in this video he's super old he's got this care he can't get out of bed properly he can't really dress himself like he's barely functioning as a human but he's still there like mentally or whatever Yeah. and he said that his wife only died a few years ago and it's like the years that you've got of looking good and being hot mm. are like so fucking small dude like you get shacked up with a person you should want to love a lot more of that person Mm. than just their looks like it honestly shouldn't even be something that comes into consideration and i think that we're all like at our age because how old are you 30 yeah so like we're very similar in age but it's like 
mate, our window is fucking almost over. Yeah. To where like looking good even is yeah. a thing. Fuck, don't talk like this. No. But it's true. But it's <laughs> it so is. true, and it's it like is. the the quicker that we can get our heads around the fact that yeah. like having a hot misses is cool for maybe the next ten years. Yeah. And then for the next Rest 40, <laughs> 40 yeah. you're going to be stuck with that person. Yeah. And what's going to happen is we're all going to get old as fuck. Yeah. And I'm going to start shitting the fucking bed. And yeah. pissing. Like you're going to want someone. Like when I watched this video, all I thought is I'm like, fuck, I really want somebody that can help me yeah. when it gets to that point. Yeah. And when we've, we're both kind of losing our fucking faculties of just like getting around and like you're literally reduced to just like sitting down with each other all day like fuck i don't need a hot chick at that point yeah like it, do- it does not matter man yeah. what i need is like i need a fucking good person yeah that's like down to literally get old and slowly fucking yeah. die and that's yeah. the reality of it yeah and that and that's still same problem these you know you have a kid that has you know say he has a a quote a seven out of ten appearance Mm. girlfriend super cool awesome personality and an eight out of ten likes his photos his attention span is going to drift off and give Mm. that random eight out of ten that was probably a five out of ten in real life Mm. but this is this problem too is like these kids are seeing like i don't know your your fucking love island super sexy couples this that yeah. like the reality tv moves on to instagram then they get well known and and whatever and then they think that like fuck like this hotter girl's giving me attention i should move over mm. to that and you know like they're they're losing that because we didn't have that access when we were kids um you know i actually met my missus even before tinder mm. so but like I'll speak to mates and they're having a fucking blue with their missus and I'll fuck it I'll just go on Tinder anyway like it's that easy yeah it's, whereas I'm like I'm gonna sort this shit out with my missus yeah <laughs> cause it's not easy to meet people but now it is like yeah you literally you don't have to go out to club you don't do nothing you just fucking jump on Tinder and they'll come over like mm. it's it's a different world it wasn't like that so it's um like yeah, like what we're talking about is like it's all about appearance and now 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 and this and that and like yeah i think that that connection is is slowly disappearing um but it all comes down to like the word influence is a very popular thing you can influence someone to buy the latest protein powder or you can influence um like you said that girl to show girls how to look after their skin that, mm. that, that they have pimples too that this is real um and yeah you it's actually a lot better because being like that not only you but just being real and like you're actually helping people which is just a better thing mm. instead of trying to do the opposite and show extra lavish life with um being perfect it's like you don't some people might not know but that's it's like lowering the other people down like mm. to to aspire to that when you're not that either mm. so um i think like the 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 term influence is very you've got to think about what you're influencing um but i think by being that person being real it actually benefits you anyway so if you mm. do want to make money off instagram you do want to be an influencer and you do want to um sell products or make moves i would connect with say um 
like, all right, let's just say I was, I was single and I followed one girl who was like super cool, always talking, doing funny shit, um, living a really cool life or like a supermodel girl. If that girl who had heaps of personality doing everything brought out a product and said like, hey guys, yeah. I'd, I'd, I would be like, fuck, I'm backing her up. She's cool. Yeah. That super hot chick with 10 million followers that's super good to look at. I can like, how can you connect? Cause you don't know them. And I think that I've seen that happen with me is like, I don't have a very big following but um like compared to like dudes with millions of followers yeah um but you know i've got a super high interaction and like out of like i think i've got to say a hundred thousand followers there's fifty thousand story views every day Mm. that's about 50 percent. that's like pretty high yeah um and even the like the interaction the comments the, the conversations the yeah um all all that sort of stuff and i think it's because like you have that it's important to have that connection with the guys you influence and you know if they can look up to you and if they can see you as a person to steer them in the right direction Mm. it's they're gonna you know they're gonna want to connect with you so when you do have a a product or yeah you do want to do something um so i think like people need to not stress too much too about being like a like it hurting them in any way i think it's Mm. much better yeah you know it, like people worried about being real because because then oh, people won't think I'm like this or people won't think I'm like that like I don't know I think if you're going to be real you're going to it's going to work for you anyway and you're going to help people and it's just if the whole world was like that social media would be like a great place a great place everyone would be happy people would be like but it's not and I got caught up in it like when, when about probably 2014 15 just started following like dudes with this and that and then before you know it you're like following all these like dudes in like monaco with like 10 ferraris 10 mega yachts and then like i was like fuck my ferrari is like a fucking shit one it's old <laughs> and my I'm ferrari like, is a shit one yeah but like i actually got caught up in that i'm like yeah. this is fucked i want like the 488 and then when you start thinking like that that's when you get the 488 and then you want the yacht and you get the yacht and you want the 10 helicopters you're never ever ever going to be happy yeah so that's when like you know I, i'm lucky i learned like I guess early. early to just not worry about what other people are doing um, and that do with 10 fries might not even be his there might be all his mates and this and that but I was getting caught up like mm. you know so scale it back and scale it back um, people do that with say like me um, so I just actually did a, a YouTube series a little mini series where I showed what I did when I was like 18 like how to because kids messaged me like hey bro what car should I get I want a cool car but I don't have as much money as you mm. I got that like a lot of time um, and whether I don't know how much money they think I have whatever um, I, I'm like I did a series showing what I did at that time so mm. I said look I've got five grand to spend on a car I'll buy it do it up and have a cool car and do that and that it actually hit like number 15 trending on YouTube and like it got yeah, like, right. like the views went mental overnight like usually like YouTube the views build up real slowly but it just went like boom and like got heaps of amazing feedback from it and like you know and it's just the same thing like it's just I'm just showing that like I've, I've been there driven a $5,000 car like I can still make it look cool it's mm. a cool car I'm not saying like if you drive that that's shit like yeah, you know and I just think like it's just if everyone was like that on social media um, no one would be bothering about comparing the biggest problem is people comparing themselves to a fake life comparison is the thief of joy yeah exactly like unless you're damn Brazilian like that dude's not happy though yeah but you know what I mean 
Yeah. Like, re- if you really, if you want to look at it, and I think, like, I've listened to a bunch of... I really like that dude's philosophy on a bunch of shit. I think he's super wrong about a ton of shit as well. Yeah. But I feel like he's he's learned through, like, mega fame that shit doesn't really make you happy. Like, yeah. He, he's learned what doesn't make you happy. Yeah. But I think he's got his life to a point where, like, he has a brand. And I don't think that his brand makes him happy. But yeah. he just does it now because yeah. that's his brand and that's his, his legacy. And, exactly. Yeah. But, like, yeah, that that guy, like, he has all that shit, but that shit's not making him yeah. happy. Like, there's not a lot of real connection that that guy would have in his life. Like, and yeah. and I, I think that, um, yeah, he, he's, he's a good person to look at for, like, he's got everything, but the stuff that you think he has isn't what actually makes him happy. Yeah, but I guess at least he's he the shitty shows is actually his. Whereas like a lot of kids would yeah. be looking up to someone that doesn't even own that yeah. shit. Like, well, you look at a guy like Bilzerian too, though. Like I know he he plays it down, but his he come from like a fucking super rich dad. Yeah, and his dad went to jail for like tax fraud with the IRS, and then there's a a bunch of like uh, just from living in America and knowing some people that have come from like trust fund type backgrounds yeah there's ways you can lock up money in america yeah that like the government just can't get it yeah and when you put it in like your kid's name and wife's and there's so many ways to do that so it's like you know he he didn't make all that money by himself there was there was help to do that yeah oh 100 percent and that's like yeah same thing you know if someone thinks well he did it why can't i do it you know that person might be doing fucking wicked for themselves they mm. might be making millions but because they're not making billions they're like mm. and it's just all that like you just got to like stay in your lane don't compare yourself do whatever but it's just i, I just think people are just i think it's just going to get worse like yeah the, well hopefully like these, these kinds of conversations are, uh and hopefully would you know will help people to yeah. you know to have it out there it's like you're yeah you are fucking being pretty real about all the shit that you've got going on just hopefully like the more that this stuff gets out there the more people can sort of take it on board you know but it's like we're doing this two-stroke build for like our we got this mid 2k thing we got 75 dudes building these two strokes yeah and like man it it was so fucking cool like because i've got a 2020 ktm 350 like one of the best bikes fucking expensive brand new all that shit and it's like I was super stoked when we did this mid two K thing because it's like you can buy these bikes, like mine cost me three grand. And like I just was I remember thinking I got it, it was a fucking piece of shit. Like me and my dad had to just like fucking jerry rig up all this shit just yeah. for me to ride it. I rode it, had no brakes, like and it was so fucking fun. One of the best days I've had riding this whole year was on a bike that like you, you were saying before you might get someone going like fuck that's a piece of shit it's like nah dude this was actually one of the best days i've fucking had riding and now the the process of doing it like we fucking stripped it back and i standard at i stood at the sandblaster last night for three hours fucking blasting all the old paint off the frame yeah and it's like that to me is like i'm gonna be sad when this bike's finished yeah and it's gonna be finished and it's gonna look fucking incredible yeah but like there's gonna be a bit of me that's like oh i'm bummed now like yeah because the fun part was the process the process of doing it and knowing that like you're gonna turn this piece of shit into something that's 
super fucking cool yeah and it's like like you said before that the the goalposts always change mm. you know like oh i've got a 458 fuck now i want a 488 yeah man imagine if i could have a la ferrari yeah and it's just like you're constantly going to yeah. be moving the post because as soon as something's attainable mm. it's human nature that you want to move on to the next thing and it's like if you get stuck in this process where you can't be happy until you have the thing like the goal that you've mm. set well you're actually never going to be happy because that post moves it's a mirage in the desert yeah. you can fucking walk all you want yeah. but you're never gonna hit it yeah it's the end of the rainbow it just it just the closer you get it just moves further and <clears throat> at everything like i sort of got stuck on when i was like you know five years ago looking at that like what other people had there was a lot of times where um even before i had the ferrari i was i'd go on a wicked holiday with mates but because i was having a hard time trying to get finance on this ferrari that was on my mind and i look back i'm like fuck that holiday was fucking sick but i remember i was shitty because i was trying to sort out the ferrari like mm-hmm. that's so wrong like yeah. i should have lived put that aside who gives a fuck have fun with the boys this and that and then because all the times and the journeys that you get you're not going to get to do again mm. so there that that's the fun that's the living that's the journey if your mind's elsewhere obtaining it's all good to have goals but don't let it control your happiness if you've got it or not you've got to stay focused and move up but when it consumes you and it makes you not happy because you don't have it that's i think that's where the problem is and it's yeah it's really important to just in like live now and enjoy what you got now and but still move forward but just don't let it fucking mm. you know put you down and be like fuck this is shit because i don't have that because it's like yeah like you said it's human nature you say oh i'm only going to get like one arm tattooed you get that done you're like fuck i'll get the other one done i'm gonna get my leg done or oh i'm gonna go gym i just want to get 80 kilos you get 80 kilos i want to go 90 kilos i'll do this i'll do that like it's fucking happens you spend 10 grand on your engine you're like that's all i'm doing and then you mm. get it and you're like fuck i'm just maybe another 10 grand we'll just do this and then you get used to that speed and then you you know it's just human nature it's like you just want better you buy a fucking 50 inch plasma fucking tv and you're like yeah sweet this is sick two weeks later you, you go past jb and there's a 60 and you're like yeah. fuck but when you bought that 50 you're like this you're is huge chuffed. like yeah. fucking it's just it's fucking sort of annoying that happens yeah. but well i think that the thing that the the key thing that i think people should um remember in that is like sony knows that yeah ferrari knows that yeah all of these gucci they know that rolex they know that that's why they bring out new watches yeah and it's like they've that's what they've got to do and to you know stay in business but like i think that as a person that is just out there in the world like let's say buying a new tv or buying a new car or whatever like you have to understand that because it's almost like you're getting fucked over (laughs) you know what i mean you're getting duped like they're playing a magic trick on you yeah they're bringing out this new thing and you're being duped if if you look at it and it causes you unhappiness to the point where you'll spend money that you don't need to spend or you know what i mean if you feel inadequate because there's a new thing they're they're preying on that yeah like they know that and that's why they're doing it so it's almost like you've got a i think as just a a person that's like going through the world like you've got to know that if you have the urge to buy a new tv that's been put in your head yeah you don't need it you don't need that you can see (laughs) and it's and i but i don't think that people are super aware of that i think that it's a very unconscious thing 
to where you look and that's your first thought and it's and you know to go back to the social dilemma it's like they engineer the platforms yeah to keep you on like youtube will show you a video that they know you want to watch yeah. whether you've got shit to do or not yeah they don't give a fuck yeah they want you to stay on the platform and it's cool like that's how commerce works yeah and we've kind of all decided that to have a free society like buying products is kind of the thing that's gonna keep it that way yeah but you've you can't let it cause you unhappiness no because like what's the point of being in the fucking game then yeah yeah exactly it's um like you know the human attention span is the most expensive thing on the market now whoever can keep the attention span is worth more than gold worth more than fuck which is fucking insane yeah it's nothing tangible but that's true it's become the most expensive commodity is is the how long someone can keep them on their platform and it's like like what you said the the different um like mine i fucking i don't know how they fucking know but i just you know when you said i'm I'm i always find myself three minutes deep into watching a video of like a dog getting saved or like a or like a snake fighting something else and i'm like (laughs) every time it happens i'm like fucking no like and then ads come up i'm like all right i'm gonna skip it i'm like fuck i want to see if this snake wins or like yeah you know or like if the dog gets saved yeah but like i'll go on my mate's phone and he might have just fucking i don't know completely different shit like yeah but mine's like it's like if I've watched a, a animal video 10 times and watched the whole thing, they're like, this dude gets sucked in for animal videos. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like smash him, fucking give him more. And then you pick up someone else's phone and they got like fucking something else. And you're like, that doesn't fucking pop up for me. Yeah. We're both same age. We're both fucking like cars. Both we're both like, so yeah, it's fucking, it's, it's crazy. The control over it. Like, yeah. So I think people just need to be like aware that these things are being engineered to do this to you. Mm. So if, if, you're feeling unhappy and you're constantly comparing yourself to other people you should just take a step back and be like oh this isn't my fault i feel this way almost in a way you're victim to people that are smarter than you and they're smarter than me yeah they're smarter than fucking all of us and it's literally computers like supercomputers that have algorithms that are dictating like they're watching what you're doing they're learning from your habits they're like you know even the way that google sends fucking data from where you drive yeah like that google is advertising to you based on your drive to work oh there's a jb hi-fi in fucking narang that you drive past every single day yeah you're getting jb hi-fi fucking narang ads it is what it is now yeah your um your brain's fighting the supercomputers yeah so you just got to remember that that Mm. like you know at they're supercomputers they're fucking crazy like yeah, they know their shit. it's okay if you get sucked in but if you can be a bit more stand back yeah look at the situation be happy with what you got um you don't need an upgrade you don't need that like you know because i'm sure whatever you got now back then you were stoked when you got it mm. the novelty's just worn off because you've seen a cooler ad or you've seen a cooler yeah and it's like i've got like this gdo coupe like a 2002 model car my first v8 when i was 21 i end up getting like the latest vs the fries whatever whatever but i just found myself like um even when i had those cars on the side when the weekend came with the boys that's the car you would be like let's take gdo out and um it got to the point that's when i got rid of the fry i'm like why the fuck have i got a hundred fifty thousand dollar car when this thirty thousand dollar car is like puts a smile on my face Mm. it's when they're both sitting there i choose the gdo this and that and it's because i fell into that everyone will look at me in the Ferrari and go fuck that's it you know this and that but what a sick can yeah but really 
that GDO is what puts a smile on my face and and that's what I enjoy doing. So why the fuck am I like investing in, you know, something else to is it because I care about so much what other people think? Mm. So it's I guess people just got to realize, yeah, I'm sure like, you know, no everyone's into cars, but I'm sure they've all got something that, that they're into, yeah. This is more fun. They don't need the latest or the best or whatever. They're just, you know, they're, you're just going to have that thing that you just be happy with and you just got to fucking pull yourself. Like I did get pretty like caught up in it, thought I needed a Rolex, thought I needed this. Mm. I like this Rolex I'm wearing now, it's fake. I, I, I just got it when I was in Thailand. It was... Um, I went with my mate Chris with the Ferrari because he had the real one yeah. and we just brought it because it looked identical and we're like what the fuck like this is crazy these guys like look at the cheeky little buggers like they've copied everything yeah. and um, ended up I like I actually like the look of the watch like whether it's Rolex or a fucking said fucking Samsung on it I like the the gold with the green Yeah. and um, so I started wearing it heaps anyway and dudes always messaged me like bro how much did you get this watch this and that I'm going on their thing they're like 17 like this and that so I just did a talk on my thing I'm like hey everyone just letting you know this fucking watch is fake I'm getting lots of DMs asking where I get it because it's a 40th anniversary fucking red yeah, edition yeah, yeah. I'm wearing a fake watch and I'm going to put it on my social media because half of you guys inboxing it are fucking earning $700 a week don't you even can't have this don't watch. waste your yeah. fucking brain cells even thinking about how to yeah. obtain it at that age because you're wasting your time I'm not saying that you can't afford it but the people that actually drop 40, 50k on this are the same person that they wouldn't know if they got it or not. Mm. If the 50K left their bank, it's like if my missus sneaks in a cheeseburger on the card, I, yeah. I won't see that go. Yeah, that, yeah, they've yeah. got that much money. If their missus goes out and buys that 50 grand watch, that you know, it's like yeah, yeah. if you find yourself making sacrifices, changing your fucking rent or the cheaper car and that to get that watch, you probably shouldn't be getting it unless there's some people that are, you know, watch fanatic and that's their hobby and yeah. their passion I can understand I know you can make money off them because you can buy and sell and like if you're that guy whatever and you're gonna yeah. brush your balls but if you're getting it for an Instagram photo and impress your mates it ain't worth it fucking no way and I'll have to post that shit saying yeah. that I've got a fake watch publicly in front of everyone and I don't give a fuck but these dudes who are looking up to me they're getting the wrong direction the wrong yeah. you know like um I just have to post up because I'm just like, man, don't fucking worry about the watch. Like, Dude, I had a friend tell me that if you can't buy two, don't buy one. Yeah, that's that's a fucking... I that, think about that with everything I yeah. buy. Every fucking single thing I buy. Yeah. Shoes, whatever. Like, I mean, I don't buy <clears throat> much shit for myself. Yeah. But if I do, I fucking think if I can't buy two, don't buy one. Yeah. I feel like that's such a fucking good rule of thumb when it comes to like treating yourself for something even like like my mate with the fro I was saying like we've gone on heaps of trips together and shit and you know you go through like say duty free oh, I'm gonna treat myself to this bottle of whatever mm. or this clone this watch is what he saw he's like oh fuck I'll grab this for like the flight's still a bit late if you're buying a watch like that you can afford it yeah if you're sitting there pen and paper calculating the next 12 months yeah. your repayments yeah. don't fucking buy the watch yeah. but it happens yeah people fucking buy I've seen mates buy shit and I'm like oh fuck man like and then when some say I do a good move with work and they're like oh you're so lucky this and that I'm like bro I'm not lucky I I, I sold my car for 50 grand and chucked it into this you fucking 50 grand to watch mm. that's not luck I just went without the watch because I don't care yeah so it's like, yeah, it's definitely like, it's just like such a fake illusion and people worrying about the wrong thing. And, and the thing is too, like, um, one of the things that I don't think people 
well i guess it just feeds the the other thing but like if a chick wants to fuck me because of a watch mm. i don't want to fuck that chick yeah that's sort of the attitude that you should probably adopt as well yeah like if it, if that's what people are attracted to you for like for the things again it's just that like this uh, the surface yeah like the shit that's on the sur- it just it it means fucking like we're an ocean like in terms of if you look at like your being like we're fucking deep mm. like there's so much depth yeah to just like the average person yeah and like what you're seeing as a watch that's the wave yeah that is on top yeah you know what i mean it's it's uh, man like starts to sound like a fucking little whip cunt like the more i've been with my missus the more like i'm attracted to her because she just fucking every day will just crack me up with something different mm. or like do something for me or fucking just you know making dinner and this and that like from the start till now but if you find yourself going for that 10 out of 10 at the start till now if it's peaked there mm. it's only gonna go down mm. not saying that she's not like fucking attractive i was already super attracted to her but it just got more and more because like you said how deep we are mm. you just like fuck you know we're five years in still learning more still seeing more and it's it it actually you know makes me more and more attracted to her yeah you know like if i met her um, when i met her and then i sort of say lost her something happened whatever now if i like lost her I'm like fuck she's like the coolest chick like mm. blah 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 and that all that all comes with like if you're judging that service that top of the wave you're never gonna get to experience the deep that. shit that's underneath yeah it. because yeah. you're just already cutting it off like you're already you're already fucking it. or if if that is why you're with them because of the their looks it's peaked and it's mm. only gonna go down yeah you know they're only gonna get older and uglier yeah fucking so, 100 percent. yeah it's fucking definitely crazy, crazy where times. where did you so like with the businesses um where did you sort of start and like what was i don't know like because I, I feel like you've done a lot of shit that we obviously haven't even got into yet but like yeah. where was like the starting point of like you being like an entrepreneur um just yeah so all started automotive cars blah blah and what got you into cars um old man was a mechanic yeah. um he had a few shops i used to work there on saturdays um just sweeping a broom shit when i was like 10 whatever i just always liked the cars um didn't know i was going to get into cars for work i just got a car when i was 18 brought mum's vt commodore um lowered it changed wheels all that got it done at shops um then the cops would defect it i have to go back to the shop pay him to change all the suspension exhaust blah blah then clear it take it back get done mm. again fuck this i've got to fucking learn to do this myself because i'm fucking i can't afford it so dad told me how to change springs change exhaust all that and then it was like a mate got dicked and he's like hey bro can you do mine i was just helping mates out all the time just get us a slab get us this and then um i found myself with like too much alcohol i'm like fuck bro can you give me like 50 bucks or something because yeah. like everyone's giving me slabs and i yeah. can't fucking keep up and then um i was like just started doing it more and more and working on cars and then mum's like fuck you gotta get a, a factory because there's just too much shit everywhere mm. <clears throat> i was like oh fuck it don't worry about it like i was working at autobahn selling car audio again I'm like fuck i'll just tell people i can't help them then my phone's just man like because i was charging like 50 bucks people like charge it say like i'll give you like 200 can you do it and then i clicked i'm like fuck that's because the shop's quoted 500 mm. so in my head i'm like 
I'm not qualified. I can only charge them 50 bucks. Like, you know, but then when I realized that like, fuck, these guys, are, even if they pay 250, they're still half price. I'm like, fuck, there might be some right money in it. I'm like, did some maths. I'm like, fuck, if I get one or two cars a week, that'll pay for the rent, that'll that. I got, I got, I did get on social media at the right time. I started Facebook with iCandy Motorsports and the, we got to 100,000 followers, like fucking quick. Like we blew up, like it just, I got it at the start of like when social was actually like no algorithms and shit and it was well, just, not even really businesses it was like you know yeah, just people yeah 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 and then like back then you could make a business page so i just made a person called eye candy yeah motorsport yeah and then it just started fucking pumping like because we started doing real whack shit like gold wheels and gold tint and like louis vuitton dash and like just fucking weird shit and most of us all hate shares like look at these dickheads look at this and but it was just like blowing a page up because every hater shared he might have had one person that followed him that digged that actually it. was like fuck that's actually pretty sick yeah so it fucking it blew up real quick so, you know five years down the track i moved factories four or five times got a team of 10 on um we're getting cars sent from like western australia act wherever on trucks and we're fuck, doing them really? sending them back out yeah um, got a really good name for ourselves so we do like you know vinyl wraps interior wheel suspension the anything but performance um which is purely because i keep my shop like super clean and you just can't it's really hard to have a clean performance shop mm. um so anyway that sort of built the foundation that's like what i sort of got known as the guy with the eye candy shop and then um i like started the clothing label which really took off well my missus she runs all that so that's like from hats to slides to fucking just every accessory keyring fucking t-shirts foods you name it um and then i started like like because i was partying a fair bit and um i got uh, they chucked me on fucking a current affair um for australia day um actually we chucked like a jet ski in the pool and some other shit sunk a crf in the pool and did some other dumb shit um and then which they actually lied. They said, oh, we want to interview you about your charity work and all this. Oh, really? Yeah, and they can't. So I'm like, fuck yeah, it's my fuck, big... Fuck, I hate it kind of thing. I know, I'm like... Tracy Grishaw can eat a fucking dude. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, my big break. Let everyone know about charity work, everything. They came in, they're like, oh, so you do charity work? Oh, you sell tickets? And like, how do you sell your tickets? I'm like, oh, social media. And they're like, oh, what's on your social media? And they're like... And then they're like, oh, how'd you go out of Australia Day when the jet skin pool? I'm like, I started clicking. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then he's like, do you think someone could have died? Like, you know, in this, I'm like, I ended the, I'm like, fucking, you just can fuck yourselves. It's too late. They already like chopped all this shit up and like mm. moved it around them that week. It was like Australia's fucking party, rich bogan fucking like has Australia Day become a joke? Like, have they taken it too far? And then um, I was stressing out like, fuck, I'm like, this is so fucked. I'm like, you know whatever and then my mates were like dude that is the shit you post anyway no one's gonna think different of you you post the doing that shit like yeah, yeah. it's not like the real troy candy it's like everyone knows that so they yeah. sort of like made me chill out a bit and then bang like went up i got so many dudes inboxing me going holy fuck you're the funniest kind of love this love that like didn't know about ya like That's everything it. and yeah like and then i'm like um i started like this thing um it was funny i'll, I'll try and I guess without going too much in detail but this dude like because I was always like sculling drinks this random cunt just sent me a fucking it was like a, a bong and he ripped it and then sculled it and I looked at him like fuck that went quick like and I was looking at him like fuck it must have been because the way he had the bong set up the hose oh it was like letting air, air in yeah yeah 
So I like started like looking around and got like found these like um, bongs that you like put on bottles and shit. And then um, I just cut bits off them and changed it and stuff. And then I like made this thing and I just called it the snorkel. And then um, I literally took it out to Australia Day and I ordered like 10 of them, just me and mates. And they, they went to Bali and um, fucking they got like, they were sending me videos, like whole bars lined up waiting to use this snorkel. Like, really? Yeah, like everyone at the bar was like taking in turns, like, because no one had them. And then um, after that weekend of the, like that, everyone's like fucking, um, you, you know, can you get me on you? I'm like, fuck. So I, I messaged them, I said, oh, you know, can I order like 500? And um, I made this site called TroyCandy.com, <clears throat> which um, I just put for them. And then um, I put them up, didn't do like the, didn't set the amounts and shit, put them up overnight, checked in the morning, minus 2,000 something, blah, blah. I'm like, what? holy fuck. So I was like- um, No shit. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. So I ordered 5,000 and turned it off so you couldn't order message like did oh fucking you know stocks on its way i'm like fucking air freight pronto fucking need these yeah. everyone's drilling me this is fucking bullshit i've waited weeks weeks finally they landed um so i put them back on for sale and they fucking left the next day again over over again because i thought well there's two and a half still left that'll be sweet my like, holy fuck so i ordered like twenty thousand. wow and then um they they literally were just pumping like just fucking out of control um straight away um because i called it the snorkel straight away i like after so obviously my suppliers see me go 500 5000 mm. 20000 the chinese are smart yeah i go on alibaba type in snorkel which we know a snorkel is what you go scuba diving with yeah. it shouldn't come up with anything yeah drinking snorkel funnel beer bong snorkel drink snorkel snorkel snorkel, yeah, snorkel. Yeah. oh they, you know they're like these australians must that's my drinking must be called snorkel because everything's fucking snorkel now yeah right. then literally in the next six months probably fucking 500 snorkel companies chucking their logo on this and that and like i got it painted but in their name i didn't know like i'm all new to this shit yeah but they painted it for them in china so um yeah but that that fucking blew up and the party side and the drinking so then that's when my brand started diversifying from a cars rev head sort of stuff to also the party guy party yeah. stuff and then i was like they sort of go hand in hand really like because you kind of just being a professional loose cunt in the cars anyway yeah it's you generally find most of your dudes that love to like blow tires and shit love to party so it's yeah they do they do work hand in hand um and then yeah just from there that's i guess that's my background some people might just know me from like troy candy or some people might know me from eye candy or, or both or whatever um but yeah that's 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 pretty much direction i've taken it um which is hard that's like i had a lot of trouble in melbourne with police and stuff because burnout's partying that you in, yeah. in the eyes of the them you look like the fucking public enemy you know but yeah. i'm not a fucking criminal i don't do nothing i just i just look reckless and especially in the current affair like throwing shit like that yeah people would like like i meet people all the time they're like holy fuck you're like really switched on or like yeah business minded and they're like i just thought you got fucked up like you know that's like dude i'm gonna get fucked up if i'm gonna sell snorkels i'm gonna get fucked up every day if i'm yeah. gonna fucking sell twenty thousand snorkels like yeah you know so um yeah that's that's the sort of like where i'm up to here and then I've, I've come here and just 
I reckon it's just gonna go next level. I've been, I've reached out, linked up with heaps of cool dudes like you know Corey Creed. Yeah. Um, I just got like a custom built KDM five hundred from Jack, the yeah. the rose gold one. Yeah. Corey like took that out. We made a sick promo video. We're gonna drop like you know me blowing tires next to him twelve o'clock like fucking yeah. like. Um, and then like I've got all this other shit lifestyle shoots for the clothing brand this and that like couldn't do it in Melbourne I was locked down even when lockdown's not there weather shit like yeah. I don't know I feel like here the brand's really gonna fucking pump like yeah. it's really gonna kickstart it so fucking excited to see what Goldie Goldie brings that's for sure yeah it's definitely um, there's there's so much shit like cause you do a bunch of YouTube stuff too right yeah fuck man They're, like YouTubers just don't exist in Australia yeah. in the way that they do in America yeah. and like the that was one of the crazy things living over there it's not something that I personally want to do like yeah. I, I feel like I know the formula of like how to do it I just don't really want to yeah um, but the YouTube deal over here I feel like Shami's probably <clears throat> doing pretty good but I feel like most of his <clears throat> shit's probably on Instagram like I feel like Australia is still pretty stuck on Instagram yeah like wanting to be big on Instagram but YouTube is fucking crazy dude yeah like if you can really tap into that whole YouTube deal and like Tammy Hembro is trying to do the YouTube thing and like even Renee Gracie's like doing a bunch of YouTube stuff but like no one's really doing YouTube massive here in Australia like I don't know I'm not sure how many like if there would even be any like Aussie sort of YouTube millionaires no nah, look I, th- I think one of the huge things too is right like car dudes are huge on YouTube there's heaps of dudes with like they're just making they've got a fucking collection of 100 exotic cars just from YouTube like re- reviewing cars doing yeah. this and that the difference in Australia are they Aussie guys no nah, like American yeah, yeah. if I take out a car and do a skid and I don't get caught that day but then I'll put on YouTube. Cop mm. will come to my house, arrest me, take the car, this and that. America, you do whatever the fuck you want as long as you don't get caught on the spot. They don't care. Like, yeah. they've got real crime going on. They don't have time to fucking sit on YouTube and find a car in an industrial fuck, estate. That's so like, true. You know, so every time I go to America, like, I did this video, hired the new Corvette, blew a set of tires off it, got pulled over by the cop, had the GoPro going. And on the thing, he goes, Look, don't do that. It was a fucking sweet burnout, but don't do that. That fucking blew up because everyone in Australia was like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck? Like, yeah. I'm like dude it's because they're fucking there's people fucking stabbing each other and rioting and yeah. they've got fucking real they jobs got they got like on. these guys are like got real shit to do you know whereas in Australia we've got whole teams of people just going through Instagram YouTube this and that and so for me personally that restricts it um, the content I do like I said I'm not a criminal but I do things that incriminate myself that mm they don't like you know um so there's that we've also missed like the big jump for the algorithms and like you know um yeah you know a song fucking sets the mood on a video like if you get that yeah. sick song slow-mo this and that you're fucking really into it you have to use non-licensed music it mm-hmm. just kills the vibe whereas all those early youtubers they could do whatever the fuck they want now when you upload a video it's like is there swearing is there this is there hate is there fucking blah blah do you do this can you do over is it over is 18 it is, is it, it for kids this? Yeah. man by the time I tick my shit <laughs> it's yeah. probably much me and you that can watch it and that's yeah. it like yeah. I cancel myself out for monetization yeah. hard so I'm, I'm actually um, working on my own platform now which I'm gonna start and I think this will be the next shift for anyone on social media YouTube mm. stuff because you're investing your life in other people's platforms so if you get your YouTube yeah. account deleted like that 
if that's your income, it's fuck gone. Someone's just snipped you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're got like, if you're getting hits to YouTube, it's it's for them. If you're getting hits to your YouTube for your site with your pixel with your data, you're mm-hmm. actually collecting a subscriber network, emails. Um, you actually, that's I think uh, these days a subscriber. So if you've got the name, number, email, and phone number is worth a dollar. Yeah. So. You can imagine people subscribing and this and that to, you know, websites. That, yeah, well, that information we've got, is... We've got like 20-something thousand subscribers yeah. on, on YouTube. But yeah, you just don't know who the fuck those people are. No. You don't, you don't know. So if you said, um, like, you can do a video and stuff, but if you actually wanted to email them out and have the connection, it's it's hard. Like, the data's mm. not there. Um, you can't swear. You can't use copyrighted songs. So there, that's why I was, I'm going to make my own sort of... Um, what do you call it? Platform. Like platform, yeah. But even the live streams, everything I'm instead of doing them on Instagram and stuff, I'm incorporating live streams, videos, yeah, right. like a, a full community. How far down the road are you with it? Um, I've we've started. We've got all the names called Candy Nation. It's fucking yeah. sick. It's going to be like um, you know, like a membership sort of thing. But like you know, I'm going to have like just fucking super cool merch only on there. I want to, um, anyone who's subscriber and every month I'll pick just a random and then they can either come out drifting with me or come on a party or like whatever. If, if they're a car dude, they might want to do that if they're a party dude or, mm. um, just get everyone really involved and then I can really be open about shit, post cool videos. And like, I feel like I'm being restricted. I feel like, yeah. you know, um, everything's like, I don't know, just really hold me back. Yeah. Whereas in America, you don't have that. Yep. But I think with this platform, I think I can really make some cool content. Um, the biggest thing too with my content is I don't do pranks. It's not staged. There's yeah. Um, it's so if you're doing all that, you can really plan it out, make sure it's suitable for audience. This and that. It's not incriminating yourself because it's probably fake or like you yeah. know it's not real. The shit that's happening with me is like just. I don't know why just all the time shit happens to me and you just wouldn't fucking believe it unless I had it on camera like yeah. I don't know if you saw like I didn't even get one step out of Queensland I got arrested they came yeah. to that oh yeah what was the deal with that <laughs> um, just like a, we had a um, well this is another open court case but um, we had like a, a open day because I was like doing a thing where I visit states and I just do like a bit of a meet and greet and um, I did like South Australia and that went fucking pretty big and then I did WA and SA was on the news then WA was on the news really yeah like because that many people came just got like rowdy like and then um, which I didn't organise and um, and then I went to Queensland and it was almost like all the Queenslanders like fuck SA and WA we're gonna fucking show them up go even harder next minute it's fucking like two air choppers uh, about 50 riot patrol cars wow. like it was fucking out of control and what were you doing at the meet and greet it was literally like my mate's shop and we just had a barbecue and shit and then um, one dude just ripped a skid out the front then there was V-rods fucking ripping it fucking everyone just cutting hoops just um, <laughs> as I said though not no one's fucking punching on smashing up no one's drinking yeah. piss like it just skids mm. but um, in Australia that's like the most offensive fucking you can go to jail for that so and then we have fucking uh oh fucking who mclaughlin yesterday blows a fucking set of tires off his cars yeah. at bather you know yeah. what I mean? like that that was one of the things that would always fucking shit me like i'm i'm sort of mates with a few of those boys through film film stuff and maddie actually my brother he does all the um 
social media for the Red Bull Holden team. Oh, yeah. And it's like, and so he does. I saw the Red Bull shit. I was like, oh, yeah. The helmets and shit. Yeah, so uh, he also does Chaz Mostert stuff. Yeah. And so Chaz got fined a couple of years ago for doing that fucking massive skid after he won. I can't remember where it was. Maybe it was like the Gold Coast or something like yeah. that. And then the fuck, so like he gets fined from V8 Supercars and then the cunts use it in every single fucking promo. Yeah, that that's every bullshit. every ad that you see, and you're like, you fucking pieces of yeah. shit! Like, are you serious? Like, not allowed. You fucking find them for it, and then, but let's promote the fuck out of it. And the same was when UFC, like with Conor McGregor, you know, when he like threw the dolly into the bus, yeah, and then they find him, and he had to go to court. Yeah, and but they, then they used and then to G everyone up. Every fucking promo yeah. that, that goes down, it's fucking crazy, eh? It is. We're, we're like the nanny state, even like like Ken Block goes blocks off every city LA fucking yeah. Italy wherever the fuck he has to come to Australia now like just fucking so like that that's they literally arrested me over that I don't even know what for but and yeah so so what happened you're in the just, hotel room in yeah. quarantine also it was the day we're leaving and um everyone so it was our last day so imagine fucking 14 days in a room not an apartment a fucking room yeah like um tiny as fuck no we hadn't seen sun in weeks because you're not allowed out in the street or nothing um so they're like yep you leaving at 8am sitting there at 8am doors packed ready to go so excited there's like 8 30 9 oh, what the fuck then i look through the little hole so do they have to come and tell you that you can leave yeah yeah you gotta still run by police they bring you food they do everything and then i'm like i'm I look, open up the door and look at all the other rooms they're all empty and Miss is like, why the fuck is everyone empty but us? So we're ringing up. We're like, hey, everyone's gone. She's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll work it out. I'm like, this is fucking weird. Finally get a knock at the door. I'm like, yes. And they open up. They're like, oh, Troy, you're under arrest. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and they're like, you're under arrest. I'm like laughing. I'm like, let's go. And they're like, take all your jewelry off, this and that. I'm like, look to Anita. I'm like, pick up the vlog camera. And she started recording. I'm like, why the fuck am I under arrest? And like, um dangerous driving on fucking something of October 2019 I said are you fucking serious and he's like yeah I'm like why don't you just call me or something or like send me a fucking court date or like yeah. you know oh cause um, you're out of the state you're out of jurisdiction you're out of like you did it and then left like sort of thing I'm like you could have just fucking called me and I would have like walked to the police station yeah, yeah, yeah fuck yeah. like I didn't do anything I'm, like the way that I was like a fugitive on the run and they'd caught yeah. me by surprise and like yeah. they only caught me by surprise because I couldn't believe they chased it up yeah but um yeah that's like you know all that shit is like happens somehow fucking all the time to me and it's not staged it's not fake yeah. and that's why I want to create this platform to show like the real shit going on um, and then plus like a lot of my followers just love fucking dirt bikes and, and, and cars and unfortunately it's so fucking heavily monitored by police yeah, I'm just like you know make my own subscription so at least if they're going to jam me with my own content they're paying for it <laughs> so you got you got a good attitude about like I was actually because I, I did see that video and I, I saw I don't I don't look at much social media in general but when you were coming on i had a look at some of your shit and one of the things i was worried about is i was like fuck i hope this cunt doesn't have a shit attitude about police in that sense like yeah i i get why you, you'd be fucking over it but you actually seem like you don't have that bad of an attitude yeah towards the the whole deal no nah. because you know? it's like i get why you get police attention like it fucking makes sense yeah. you know so it's like i'm stoked that you 
actually have a decent attitude towards it but yeah. it does it would be fucking shit going through that stuff oh it's how like i got like it's not like mates cops it's just like cops that have, i've dealt with for so long from getting in trouble that you sort of get that like yeah. mutual respect for each other yeah because there are like there are <clears throat> fucking good cops yeah and there are fuckhead cops yeah complete pieces of shit but the thing is is that they're people yeah and it's the same as we're talking about dan andrews He's just a fucking dude. Yeah. And he's just a shit cunt. Yeah. Like, it's just what it is. Like, yeah. but he's just a, a person. Yeah. And cops, there's good cops. Yeah. Uh, but essentially, it's not that he's a good cop. He's just a good dude. Yeah. And then there's fuckhead cops. Yeah, there is. And he's a fuckhead dude. Even these guys, these, these guys were sweet. Like, they were being all serious and shit. Then when I got, um, they were processing my bail. And then I was like, because I still didn't know what the fuck was going on. So I'm like, is this something hectic or like, I don't know, like, have I been like stitched up to someone yeah. think that I've done something? Cause I didn't honestly didn't know, you know, when you go, I don't know, but you know, but I actually didn't know what the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, um, he's like, Oh, um, you know, I'm just processing your bail, blah, blah. Have you done this? Have you done that? He's like, is there any, are you affiliated with bikes? Is there anyone that you can't be in a cell with? And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, I'm fucking not, there's no question I'm not going in the cell like this isn't why are we even doing this like fucking yeah I'm I don't know what like you know is going on and then the cops came over the rest of me and shit and um they're like looking at something blah blah and they pulled up all the thing and opened it and like it's fucking dangerous driving they're like no, we haven't had anyone come through like this for dangerous driving and he's like oh fuck he's like just sit over there and we'll process your bail and get you out ASAP and then, and then I like apologise I'm like bro it's you've just got your job yeah you've got a warrant job, like yeah. i wasn't sitting there like fuck you pigs and spitting yeah. on them like you'll never get me like you know yeah. I'm, i don't i'm not like that um i don't turn like the i've had really bad experience with some cops who just really fucking fucked my life over the tiniest shit um but it's never made me turn on all cops but because the, th- the the thing is at the end of the day is that if someone fucking if someone hits your missus in a car Mm. who are you gonna call yeah you can call the fucking cops yeah everyone's gonna call the cops yeah and people that wanna like I'm not for dickhead cops but I'm for cops if yeah. that you know what I mean yeah and because at the end of the day like they're the people that you are gonna call for for better or worse and a lot of people will have dealings with the police that like that's at their worst and like a lot of times people that deal with the police have done something to deal with the police yeah but at the end of the day no matter what you think of them if shit really goes down like you just kind of don't have a choice oh man you've got to call the cops sometimes they'll laugh like they'll pull me over like trying to like fuck my car over and like they're sort of beating around the bush i'm like bro it's too low i think my back left tire's fucked it's loud as fuck it's got a cam and they're just like oh man you're doing your job just fucking get it give me a tick he's i'm gonna have to give you a fine i'm like i know like they just sort of spin out of it they're like what the fuck like yeah. not sitting there like trying to argue with them I've fucking done the wrong thing or like you know it's like same as you know you get caught speeding and people like try making you know what was your reason for speeding they think if you come up with a yeah. wicked reason they're gonna yeah. go that's fucking that's a good you go you yeah. go like well I feel like if you've got a legit reason for speeding yeah and it's like kind of obvious like my mum got pulled over like years and years ago but my sister was just like she was fine at school then she just started violently throwing up yeah and mum got caught speeding going to the hospital they didn't give her a ticket yeah the last time I got pulled up the cop's like why are you speeding I'm like I'm fucking late yeah 
yeah fuck it i'm like yeah like and this is kind of fucking me so just give me a ticket super quick and i'm probably gonna speed to like get to my shit again yeah but i get it i get why you're doing this bro yeah exactly it's like i don't know you can't you can't argue with it so but um yeah i ended up like leaving melbourne because of just like i was they'd once say like because i met when i was 18 i fucked up i was a hoon i was doing skids in traffic i was just being a fucking 18 year old dickhead yeah i've grown up but there's like a certain group of cops that still looked at me like the 18 year old dickhead Mm. so once you are targeted it's very hard to change it no matter how much charity work i did like i've been in the paper heaps on the news we've done like um stuff with like uh, Danny Green we've done all the Cowards Punch campaign we've done um, Breast Cancer with Otis Foundation Rotary Club at Cobra with all the um, farm, like heaps of shit stayed out of trouble I was just like I'm fucking still. my life man like putting fines under my door and defecting my car via like fucking saying your car's too low via the photo you put in on your Instagram and shit like uh. you know like man fair enough my car's too low and you pull me over and do it but like don't take your time out of your day yeah at that point it's just personal so yeah it's really personal and that's when so it was like COVID and then there was that and just put that together and that's when I said to me so let's get the fuck out of here like Mm. it just got to the it just got to the point where we were just like like they were coming and asking her what cars she'd driven what cars have I got where's Troy what cars has he got and she's like fucking we're in stage four lockdown fucking we can't go anywhere man. Yeah, yeah. What do we, and they're like we need you to bring the car down the cop shop for a roadworthy inspection and this and that and like if I'm allowed to fucking drive an hour down the cop shop let us fucking go out and you know yeah, do something coffee, yeah. fucking you know and it's just like once you get like targeted like that um, yeah it's fucking it's sort of hard to mm. to shake it so like I admit I'm not like oh, I've got no idea why they're targeting me I, I did fuck up when I was like 18 just being a hoon and shit but it really stuck and um now i, I legitimately like the you last, few, harassed, the last yeah. few runnings with them i was like guys i'm fucking running a business i'm trying to like yeah. fucking you know i'm growing up of you know i want to have family and shit i want to be sit there t- like with you guys coming to my house every day and waiting out in front of my work and like literally some days just park the car across my driveway at work just fucking wait to see who's in there what cars are there like you know, they just drive slow up and down the street all day. I'm like, man, fucking... Just There's other thing. shit to do. Yeah. But that, that is a fucking real thing, man. Like, because I've got family that are, are cops up in Cairns and, like, they're, they're just sick cunts. Like, yeah. And that there's so much shit that we'd see them do where they're just like, I just don't have time to deal with this, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, they pull someone up and they're just like, mate, pull your fucking head in. Yeah. Then, then they go. Because they're like this is the fucking paperwork and all the shit that I gotta deal with like I just got other stuff I want to do yeah and then you get those cops where they're like they don't have other shit they yeah. want to do and like they, they want to <laughs> fuck with you yeah it's like yeah I, even once I got pulled over by this cop and um and this is what made me like keep that not hate for all cops is like my, my GDO had like massive turbo on it fucking exhaust dump to the diff like massive intercooler out the front just like is obviously obviously yeah fucking he he pulls me over i'm like fuck this it's finally come the day the car gets put off the road and he's like hey mate how are you and he's like this is a turbo one yeah and i was like yeah and he's like fuck i've seen on the internet he's like do you care if i look under the bonnet and i was just like this and he's like i'm not gonna dick it yeah and i popped the bonnet i'm like this is like a trap he's gonna take a photo send it to the epa 
And he's like, fuck. He's like, it was so weird. He's like, we were literally looking at photos of the other day and then you just drove past me. So I was like, fucking, he's like, I hope you don't mind, blah, blah. He's like, and I had a massive, because uh, I finished a car show, it was a big sticker across the front window, like pretty much halfway up. Yeah. It was stupid, blocking my vision. He's like, I should really at least make you take that sticker off, but I'll leave that with you to if you want it when you go home like yeah. you know, I don't want to touch the car yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's just like I was like you know I'm like fuck see there's some dudes in there they're into cars they're just they actually wanted to join the police force to do better yeah and then stuff like that and then there's just some dudes in there bored as fuck and if you've popped up on their radar they will fucking bury you <laughs> yeah yeah and then there's like man again you just can't downplay the fact that it's just people yeah and you know like there's some cops that like we had we we always have well we had our last one last year but we always have this big fucking christmas party here every year yeah because it's an industrial area you should be able to make as much noise as you want like we we fucking blew the tires off a rental car like yeah. fucking gearbox <laughs> like we went pretty fucking hard and uh and these cops rocked up and um i always try to stay pretty straight just because you, you know you're gonna have to deal, deal with, with that them. shit yeah and uh an old mate pulled up and uh, there was two of them and he's like oh we're gonna have to shut it down for noise and i was like nah it's an industrial estate like i don't think that there can be a noise complaint here eh? like and he's like oh well we've had a complaint and i was like yeah well that's cool but like it's not residential like we don't have a time where we have to stop making noise at this estate and he's like yeah okay well you know we'll come back in a bit if it doesn't and i was like all right cool come back in here i googled it and i was looking it up and then i was like because like if if you're in the fucking wrong you're in the wrong you know yeah and i didn't want to be a dick to him and then they come back i was like look man i fucking had a look like i get you getting a complaint but i don't know maybe that's just that person's problem that they're trying to be around here like it is what it is yeah you know there's, there's a mechanic next door when i'm working doing podcasts i'm hearing fucking bikes in a, in a soundproof room yeah it's like it just is what it is so then he he was ended up being like all right man what, well, what's going on Any anything you know going on here that we need to worry about and there was fucking heaps on yeah. and I was like mate I just don't know if that's like the conversation we even need to be having <laughs> and um, and then he was like alright mate fair enough all right. and he's like who's that and it was fucking Jack Miller MotoGP oh, no shit. and we're just fucking sideways and I was like that is nobody dude like you don't need to know who that is and he's like is that Jack Miller and I'm like mate it's fucking nobody i was like his name might be jack it might not be jack but thank you we'll try to keep the music down and he's like and then he was like is it jack miller man and i was like mate come on how many how many times we gotta do this and he's like look dude i'm a fucking huge fan like please can i just get a photo with him and shit like that and i was like look i think a photo is like kind of out of the question just because of the state that everyone's in yeah but come and fucking say good day, you know and then anyway yeah these cops were just fucking hanging out he was taught, like no, no condition to be chatting but yeah. old mate was just chuffed and it's like the end of the day that guy was just he the was just dude. a nice fucking dude yeah. that got told to go attend to a noise complaint yeah and, and it's it, like you just I think too like I saw um, my housemate was showing me this video of this like guy he's like fuck man see the cops are harassing this kind of I'm like He's a fucking bikey, bro. Yeah. Like, and he's yelling at these police saying all the shit he can and can't do. It's like, I if I was a cop, I'd want to belt that fucking idiot, man. Like, to me, that's not a dude doing, like, fuck the law. That guy's just a wanker, man. Like, yeah, like why that, be uh, a wanker like that? That chick in Bunnings or whatever, that one that went viral, like, under statutory, some, oh. some, this is my, my, and they're like, just wear a mask, please. And she's like, no, nah, this is fucking private property under the Commonwealth, this and that. Like, man, 
<laughs> so I was got to yeah I just like man just fucking wear a mask I don't even want to be here talking to you yeah but like, I wish I could arrest you for being a fuckwit <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's like I've never I've I've tried to like have that you know positive attitude and I even had a I had a cop reach out to me in Melbourne because when I, I wrapped my Ferrari gold and I got pulled over and they defected it, it gave me a hard time it was the same thing a personal thing and I posted up my so what they could defect it for being wrapped gold oh he said it was too shiny what and um he's like oh, I couldn't even fucking see you was coming head on and I'd fucking nearly crashed and I was like man you're fucking milking it like you know yeah. the chrome wrap yeah. I'm like calm dude it doesn't even have a roof it's convertible like it's like yeah. half a car <laughs> and um he's like no fucking blah blah so I took a photo I'm like put up and I'm like fuck yeah all these shit boxes with holes rusted through the floors and fucking fuck tires then my baby that I fucking keep pristine gets put off the road for being unroadworthy um and it's got like heaps of comments everyone like fuck this fuck and then it was all the you know fuck the cops fuck this and whatever but I just sort of left it whatever and then a uh, um cop rang me that sort of I've dealt with a few times like bro can you please take it down he's like can you send me the defect I'll get it I'll check to see if he's oh, like that's pretty cool. cross the line or what he's actual because you know it's like section 107 of the safety act he's like you know I'll look up make sure that you know it's all done and whatever and then he found out it was um over like it wasn't good like what the cop did and um he's like you just fill out the back like, he's like I can't lift it but you can fill out the back take it to court and show this and then by the time it's three months wait into court they already cancelled my radio and shit anyway so it's like what he says fucking I was guilty until proven innocent yeah. so I just threw the court case I just took it and then just copped it because I needed a red on it um, but yeah he rang me he's like man like he's like you don't understand like people like you you know doing that um, he's gonna like all these young dudes will straight away without yeah. even having experience with cops go cops are dogs cops are this you know that so I like I ended up changing the caption a bit and took it down just out of respect to him yeah and because he tried to help out um, but I've always been that sort of mutual if I get pulled over I'm doing the wrong thing and they just do their job and move on same yeah. with the guys that arrested me when I landed in Queensland they didn't know me they didn't know what the fuck was going on they said this guy's got a warrant and he's in quarantine go get him yeah or whatever that was, that was sweet um, but when they're fucking carrying on like I've had cops run to me rip me out the car throw the keys out mm. like hold me to the ground and shit because I've done a burnout or something it's like come on man like Oh, this is a bit fucking you know or make sure they keep going to your house five years later and like yeah. you know it's like you know I'm not doing anything now and you're still doing it that's sort of annoying yeah oh <laughs> dude 100% and yeah that was, that was definitely one of the things where like yeah so I'm glad that you got the attitude that you do because I definitely we did fucking need cops yeah and it's like we've got it's like a luxury to even be able to do a burnout you know what yeah. I mean and like the, the people the, the things that we need police for is like yeah if your missus gets hit by a car or if you fucking your house gets broken into or you're being you've been taken fucking hostage like yeah. you know it sounds extreme and it sounds retarded and it's not like you're probably never going to get taken hostage in your life but just because that might be true the fact is when shit really goes down like they are the people that have signed up to protect you know yeah. us in that circumstance and it just sort of sucks <clears throat> that yeah it sucks that, that there's the bad eggs yeah fucking... there's cops out there that can then and you, you know like that dude is right like you put out a, a post and it's like that's just one fuckwit 
that's defected a car that he shouldn't have done mm. and it's like you know because there's a it's like a critical thing to like the way that you like that first kind of 30 seconds that you engage with a cop pretty much dictates the, the entire the experience yeah. so if you're a kid that's like seen a post and like fuck cops i fucking hate cops but that first 30 seconds yeah. is probably going to be dictated by like you said the way that yeah. people have been influenced and it's like fuck there's so there there sort of has to be more good cops than bad cops too yeah i mean fuck overall I've, you know i've, I've had a a bit of a shit ratio but they're there yeah so you know it's um even my mate was saying with the the frying shit like i was you know i just asked him why, do, why don't you live in china still like whatever and he's like just talking to each of stuff about it and i was just like fuck like he was just saying you know if you have if i drive into you on the freeway it's pretty much up to me and you to fucking where's that in china yeah he's like sort it out yeah. If, if you say fuck you I'm not paying you and I call the cops they're not going to come for that there's just too many people mm. he's like you literally got to like fucking sort it out on the spot get them to transfer you on the spot or get them like come to an agreement mm. if, if you just go and then you try and chase it up it's just too many people you know um, and it's just fucking yeah it's, it's I guess it's crazy if it gets to that sort of stage so mm. I mean I, like you said I agree it needs to be policed state or country or whatever um, we're over regulated yeah that's, that's what the, it is that's the problem like i um it's funny like actually the last time i got pulled over for speeding it was fucking funny like the cop that he literally was like he was hiding behind a fence with like a radar yeah. gun and he was on a bike and yeah. he, he gets me i was speeding but it was a 50 zone i just thought it was a 60 zone and uh he he comes out and he's like in the middle of the road and fucking in I'm driving, he steps out into the middle of the road with his hand out and then stops me, I'll pull over. And he, he, the first thing he said to me was like, mate, you you were fucking speeding then. He's like, if a kid run out in front of you, how would you have stopped? You would have killed that kid. And I was like, you run out in front of me <laughs> and I stopped. Yeah. So if you're asking me what would happen if a kid run out of me, I'd stop in the exact same way that I just fucking stopped yeah. you, right? And he was just like, he he had nothing to say to it. Yeah. And I was like, please give me the ticket. I'm just running late. Yeah. But uh, I said to him, I was like, man, I've lived in America where you can go 90 fucking miles an hour on a freeway. Speeding doesn't fucking kill people. Yeah. Like people drive fast everywhere. I've also been on the Autobahn. I drove from fucking Germany to Amsterdam in like six hours because we were in a fucking Audi and we were pinned. We didn't yeah. crash. Like don't like you you're framing this in like a fucking super weird way yeah just give me the ticket and move on like we don't i don't need the lecture on oh this. that's you yeah, know see I mean? that's what i mean that's the like like I, I got the same thing cop i went past he pulled me up he, he fucking did a u-turn on like three lane each three lane each like yeah. fucking hectic bro yeah and he like pinned it after me because like my car's always fucking like chrome purple blue whatever like because it's just, your business yeah stand out like fuck pulls me over gives me this lecture blah blah like you know look how low your car is like um it can't handle it could damage but I'm like, you're worried about safety you just cut off like yeah. 10 cars at 100k an hour on the wrong lane of the road and did a u-turn you fucking psycho like <laughs> don't lecture me on fucking like when they're like that it's just yeah it's overregulated and like even in america if you're if it's 60 mile zone you're doing 70 75 they might pull you over and go like you know just be careful whatever like 
here, that's like fucking pretty much like loss of license, mm. which means you're going to potentially lose your job. Potentially like, you know, it can really fuck your life. Yeah. We did, um, we did a road trip like last year um, and we got caught. So we're in an Escalade and, um, and cruise control was broken and um, my mate got a sore foot from like, trying to keep speed limit so he ended up just keeping it flat because we found out it was like electronic speed limited at 100 oh 100, yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. like 100 and, i don't know we're doing 230 something k's an hour <laughs> and um we did it for like hours and we're heading to vegas from like fucking up north yeah and um fucking i don't know where the fuck this cop came from but she rocked up out of nowhere and um she was so cool like the difference was just yeah it made us not speed again she's like she's like this is my highway she's like this is where i patrol she's like there's seven of you in this escalade if you had tipped or rolled she's like you would all be dead she's like it'd be a fucking mess um i, I would not wish for that upon anyone you gotta think like if an animal ran out or this you know you could all die um how easy it was she's like i've been to so many crashes and i've had to go tell families and like we're like she didn't even give us a ticket in the end. She's like, over 120 is jail in Nevada and we're doing like, fuck. We're doing like way over. And she's like, I, I'm not even, she's like, I can't even fucking take your car because you're, you're nowhere near anywhere. Mm. So I'm not going to impound your car. You don't have an American license. I'm not going to, she's like, I'm not even going to give you a fine. She's like, but I want to see you get to Vegas safely and we're literally driving and we're just all quiet after it and we're just like, like fuck we should probably put our heads in yeah know? yeah but if the cop was like you're a fucking yeah. dick i'm gonna find you and fuck you fuck you and yeah. like, fuck it we'll just keep going like yeah you know but she was actually took the time to worry about our safety and explain what could happen even though we're grown men we should really know that um she actually like you could tell she cared about mm. she's like this is my highway i want you to respect it i don't want another call like i know all the next cops there's going to be cops waiting um blah blah and I'm like, fuck, she likes, she cares about our safety. Mm. Um, and like, it's funny too, I got that on video because we had the GoPro in the car and everyone's <laughs> like, you just got done doing 237K an hour and she let you go. Like, But like the way she spoke was yeah. like, she was doing her job. Like she was, I feel, yeah. affected me more than slapping me with a fine. Yeah. If she got me a fine, I'd just nothing would change, but she really took the time to like yeah. care about it. And That's a fucking cool story yeah it was, it, was, it was yeah it was even cooler we got on on video too like yeah um but yeah so it's just like the difference really isn't it the yeah. regulations and you know yeah well that the the crazy thing with like america is you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want to a car as well yeah and and they just don't seem to like i guess they they appreciate it you know like cops are into it and and like you said too you know you had that experience with a cop where you just wanted to look at your motor and it's just like man people are fucking pretty stoked yeah most of the times on like it's just a regular dude that he probably fucking frost bathurst and he's probably yeah. a holding man through and through you know like but yeah the, it's just so fucking regulated over yeah. here to where like even because i remember when i was a kid like everyone was into like the low luxes where i was from yeah and it's like and it's sort of gnarly too like the whole the car thing is where if i think about it now most of my fucking mates that have like had trouble with police like continually through their life have come into that trouble their first point of contact with police was them defecting cars yeah and it's like it leaves I, a sour wanna, taste yeah and i want to tell the government and the police right now that a lowered fucking hilux 
ain't dangerous. Yeah. A lowered yeah. fucking high ace man ain't dangerous. No. And it's like that's the first interaction point for most <clears throat> young men in the cops. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And it's it sucks that that's the way because where the dude's like, you know, getting like new wheels, new this, check over, like you, you car's your baby, you, yeah. you don't want it to fall apart. And then i got mates, i jump in their car and like, I'll drive, like, I'll be like, can I borrow your car, go to the shops, put the foot down, metal on metal on brakes, fucking steering's got no power steering in it. Yeah, I'll get yeah. back, I'm like, man, how the fuck do you drive this? It's got no brakes, yeah. power steering doesn't work. I'm like, how, how have you not been pulled over? And they're like, man, I'll fucking, I don't even get looked at. They're yeah. like, you know, we fucking put 10 people in the car and go through a booze bus and they wave me through. Yeah. It's like, you're a fucking idiot, man. If you need to stop, your tires are fucked, your brake, you'll fucking smash into a car 100%. Yeah. And I'm like, and I was just thinking about it, I'm like, he's right, he would never get stopped, so who gives a fuck? Like, yeah, but the people that, yeah, you're right, the people that give a fuck and care about their car and are putting effort into them, making sure they got new tires, making sure they got sick brakes, like, yeah. they're the people that are actually getting tired. They'll do a U-turn on the other side of the road just because they see you mm. and fucking cut traffic off just to, to pull you over and give you a hard time. And it's like... Yeah, that's a, and that's another thing I've learned here is like it's going to be good for my brands because you guys have like Queensland Raceway, Archerfield, this, that. Mm. There's, there's reasons to have a cool car. You just show it off. In Melbourne, all the tracks are shut down even pre-COVID. They're like, you're not allowed to break traction and stuff. Um, cruise meets, like if someone says, oh, hey, we're meeting at Bunnings, fuck, it just gets blocked in. Everyone yeah. gets defected. So it's like all my mates at home because a lot of them sold their cars and like when I want to go for a cruise I'm like oh bring car and like, oh, I sold it sold it sold it and like they'll say the same thing like man fucking there's nothing I couldn't be fucked like there's nothing yeah. to take it to or like yeah. you know when I was young there was auto salon there was this there was that this is fucking nothing now and this like you know it's become a police fucking thing like it's sort of like killed that the whole industry yeah yeah and there is an industry around it yeah it's huge like you know um, mechanical visual motorsports events like everything performance yeah yeah so like I mean we're like our industry wraps like we do clear wrap or say like a Rolls Royce if you just want your car protected we do a clear wrap and that stuff will just never ever stop but the the whole like oh, when I was young a car would have like you'd pop the boot TV will come down fucking yeah. Playstation subs neons like snake skin fucking interior now no one does it because they can't show anyone and it's like mm. there's a handful but like considering I used to go to auto salon used to fill out and it was just fucking mental that I think that culture's like died off because of the police stating on mm. on modified cars and shit which sucks well, you're a moto dude now anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I had a big break. Like, I used to ride when I was young. Oh, um, did you? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, so um, I fucking broke my hand and shit in a car accident, and then it just sort of fucked me for ages. Yeah. Um, but um, now I've got this KDM. <clears throat> I'll probably just stay on the road, though, because it's like everything's dipped in rose gold chrome. Like, it's like... Really? Yeah, it's like a fucking show bike. So. so, so yeah, so Jack sent me some pictures of that thing. That thing's fucking out of control. What was, like, the idea to do that? Um, just talking to Simo, and we're just looking at, like... Um, you know, like, dudes in America, like, build, like, Bieber's bike and shit like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're like, fuck, you know, every fucking Lebo in Australia drops fucking 50k on a V-Rod. Um, there's sick road bikes, but, I'm like, we were saying, like... Like, my shop's, like, does that for cars, and Jack's, like, fuck, you know, I want to do that for dirt bikes. And I was, like, that's actually a cool idea. Like, that's 
that's a trend waiting to happen. There's no excuse not to. Just no one's done it, so no one's cared for it. Mm. But you get a group of 10 dudes in, like, fucking hectic bikes, people catch on, they want to, like, jump on. And then, like, you know, I had a couple of mates who were like, fuck, man, you just put, like, fucking 15 grand of mods onto that bike, just, like, looks-wise. I'm like, bro, but so I want to buy a V-Rod and spend 60 on it. Mm. Like, no worries they'll do the fucking wide and swing arm fat tire this that turbo everything who gives a fuck like you know it's I, I reckon it's got a lot of potential to grow in Australia um like he's done blacked out every fucking bolt frame exhaust um fucking all that all the hubs triple clamps everything's dipped rose gold like yeah all. what's the process of dipping something in rose gold how's that work um it's electroplated so they like literally oh, yeah. like shocks on I think like it's like fucking goes like nickel plating and and then put yeah 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 fuck that's crazy yeah so i fucking love it i've already asked him to start on a kdm 300 two stroke for me oh really yeah what like full i just love the fact registered 300 two stroke it just doesn't seem right yeah but it is it's like i don't know so i'm like um i think we're gonna do like a giveaway for this bike um and then i'll do a 300 motard Oh, be fucking sick, dude! I've uh, I've got one of those new Ducati Hypermotos coming. Oh yeah, Hypermotors. Yeah, coming. they're sick. Yeah, they're like fucking nine fifty, dude. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> kind of scared of the thing to be honest. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to go for a ride. Hundred percent. But yeah, that that whole that whole custom bike market is uh, yeah, it's not really around that much. Well, it's like it's currently around, but for I but guess, for the purposes like and oh yeah. no, even the dirt bikes like actually performance suspension exhaust, oh yeah, tune. yeah yeah like even the sticker kits are all branded livery yeah one's like just blacked out with like rose gold to it and like um it's just pimped out for no reason like it's none of the shit really does anything to make it perform better um but fuck we do it with cars we do it with harleys we do it with other shit so why not so um you should see the CRF2 that's getting matched to my mate's Ferrari because, you know, the red interior with the white. Yeah, yeah. It's gone white frame, white plastics, white seat with red stitching, a red sticker kit. Red. Who, who's doing that? Simo. He's, oh, he's really? Built, yeah, I'm going to try and fucking really get it pumping for him. I'm doing heaps of social media shit. He's such a fucking lord, eh? Yeah, he's, he's, a, good, he's a really good cunt, so... Have you, how long have you known him for? Fuck, a long... Oh, around maybe... 20 i think he hit the burnout scene and car scene like 2015 oh really because you got like the vk the vh started coming to car events and um yeah he's fucking real cool dude like super humble so he fucking rips dude dude. yeah rips on a dirt bike yeah he does actually i did a vy clubby for him he brought a vy clubby ages ago and that's when i started like actually talking to him about fuck he's he's actually a good cunt so we just fucking yeah yeah, so has your shop is still going in Melbourne or how's that? No, it's been closed ten weeks. Yeah. So um Are you gonna open it up back here or I'm gonna open the one in Melbourne again. Yeah. Um when COVID's gone, but I'm looking at factories here. Um just maybe a little one. It's um I feel a bit lost because my factory's like, you know, my jet skis, bikes, cars. Mm. Um if I break a wheel I can go jack it up, change it, organise it yeah i feel like because i haven't felt settled and felt it doesn't yeah. feel like home it feels like a holiday yeah right. but i really feel like once i get my like crown like i got like a car at a mate's factory in arundel and a car in a mate's factory here and there and like i feel like i just need my factory to feel home yeah, like yeah. you know it's like if you moved and didn't have the studio and just sort of like 
you just like your little bass like yeah. your little fucking yeah when you want to be by yourself and just so tinker I'm, yeah I was, and then i thought about I'm like fuck if i'm gonna pay rent do all this i may as well fucking start like just something little yeah so i won't be as big as melbourne but maybe just something little give it a crack see what the i think it's like i've noticed a lot of done up cars up here wrapped cars cool cars and shit like a lot more than i thought i thought everyone would have a fucking surfboard and a skateboard but like yeah fucking it's way more diverse up here than people think yeah eh? yeah i literally thought like no one would give a fuck about cars and shit yeah and then i've been here and i've been to way more car shit than i'd ever did in melbourne like, yeah been like queensland raceway already like three times fucking that um luke fink's fucking um archerfield he's got his own track there at the airport oh yeah it's like a motard fucking drift track like little fucking playground yeah right so i've been doing like vlogs with him we're like like we bought last week we bought a five i brought a 500 commodore he brought a 500 falcon and we're like like drifting together like smashing them into Dude, each other and shit like we'll have to we'll have to get you hooked up with jack because he's just like a full au falcon for life dude like he just buys au falcons and, and there's so it. many up there i went to the track and there was like they were just lined up and yeah. that's why i purposely bought a vt I'm like fuck yes <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah he fucking frosts him so hard dude he's got like literally a graveyard of AU Falcons that's such joint. a Queensland thing like Falcons up here are fucking everywhere yeah they're just I guess fucking cheap and they actually drift good yeah yeah it's crazy How so like there's there's the image of you like social media wise like party dude and like all the vlogs and shit like that but like how much are you just grinding with work like percentage wise are you just always fucking on working yeah like um, sometimes I do some Q and A's and some live streams and I let, cause I've got a lot of people who are inspired by the business. Um, and I want to give them a chance to pick my brain a bit. So I've done a few talks on there and stuff, but like, um, yeah, like people wouldn't say like, you know, I'm up at six every morning, at least spend like minimum three hours on socials, whether it's replying to stuff, this and that. And I got fuck three hours on socials just just on replies not even posting or not doing anything just like um, i'm so bad at that shit eh? yeah it's it's fucking crazy but um again for my brand because it's connective as a community mm. i'm not you know if i was just some like ripped sexy bodybuilder dude i wouldn't need to talk to anyone because they're following me for like my fucking physique and shit like yeah. you know what i mean but i don't yeah, you just have to listen weights and to, post it yeah, yeah yeah i'm like really trying to fucking connect so um yeah i do that and then i've got like my team in melbourne um always daily liaising with like my managers and stuff going over everything you know my accounts and i've got like a brand management for troy candy and ecm label so they're always sampling clothes um website customer service everything like every day there's like hey troy this is up and that's or do you want to order more of these and that blah blah um and then working on new things like the candy nation platform and you know bits and pieces youtube like so like it sort of works hand in hand because my content is the stuff that i love living and doing mm. drifting so if i'm going out drifting some mates will be like fuck you just fucking didn't even work today drifting but they didn't know that i vlogged it put it on youtube instagram yeah. um hooked up with some dudes there that then we've teed up another event and like networked and like you know to you're the, always on to the blind eyes just like fuck man this guy's just like running yeah. a fucking mark yeah um but i'm just i don't really turn off a eh? like yeah just i've always got my laptop and phone with me and fucking you know online fucking meetings and fucking 
that just yeah it doesn't doesn't stop and i can't i can never be comfortable like mm. even when i got everything going i'm like fuck i'm gonna give this a crack or give that a crack and yeah just so yeah i probably don't need to do a shop up here but i've got a really good customer base up here and heaps of young dudes messaged out saying like you know i've been always wanting to get a car done by yeah yeah, yeah. so it's like it's almost not even it's almost just to like it'd just be cool to have the brand up here like mm. you know um that's why i sort of want to do it and a bit of a hub bit of a home because we do like giveaways and meets where i'll say like hey guys we're giving away this car today like come down we'll draw the barrel it'd be cool to do some shit up here and yeah fuck yeah um you know have some like well people want to say oh like i want to see the eye candy cars in person so you know at home we'll have like a day where i'll get like 20 mates and customers get them all down there people come and like love to see them like almost like our own little car show just for our mm. cars but so yeah probably start the business up here and do that too so between a lot it's um as it gets a bit overwhelming sometimes but got really good teams in place for everything yeah. that's the one thing um me and my buddy sam were talking about it yesterday he owns fist handwear like yeah. the the glove company and then he does dixon in australia and like we both we were sort of talking that like the the sort of the way to i don't think a lot of people understand is that you we we all have and i feel like you'd be the same we have these lifestyles where we're working all the time but none of the time yeah as well and i think that that's such like a cool way to sum it up and for people that want to know like how do you have this how do you be successful how do you you know live this kind of life it's it's like you almost got to decide what the lifestyle is that you want mm. and then you just figure out how to make money off all yeah. of those things that that you do and you know even with my shit it's like i like jujitsu and i like fucking motocross yeah and i like doing the podcast so i just try and figure out ways to make all of those <clears throat> things profitable enough so that i can just keep doing them yeah but it means that i'm always working like it's yeah. there's always when you integrate motocross into your fucking job and jujitsu and it, there's like you, you what comes with that is like you never really get time off and there's never a time when like i rode on the weekend and we didn't do any content i didn't film nothing i fuck i don't even I barely posted a story yeah and like i had guilt about it i was like fuck i feel like I, it was a waste i've got sponsors <laughs> i got these people that i could have done shit for but you know sometimes you do just need to take a step back and just fucking enjoy it for what it is but it's like that's the price you pay almost yeah for and like every time you party now it wouldn't even be like you get to party scot-free like you gotta you gotta post the shit you gotta be thinking about yeah you know the brand and and all the shit that you've got going on yeah sometimes i'll like i'll be sitting down with my videographer and i'm going through the footage i'm like man we can't use any of that i'm fucking wasted like yeah i can't even fucking talk like I'm such a fuckwit like whereas I had a good night yeah but I was like felt guilty because I'm yeah. like man that was fucking such a waste that was such a good opportunity to do like you know this so but it comes down to too like if you're doing what you love doing it just you'll just be better than anyone else at it mm. so if someone like seen you your vlog channel this and that and it wasn't their passion but they're like this guy's killing it I'm going to start doing um, podcasts and stuff so they just jumped in and tried to do it there'd just be like no connection there and like it'd just be like you know they're not passionate about it and mm. then it just won't work and same as like heaps of people try to do what I do um, even the snorkel companies and stuff like some guys like the making of fake ones and shit and selling them like half the price and people are still buying mine um, just purely because like 
they're not even showing themselves drinking it or going out and doing it. They're like just literally a photo of a snorkel, mm. you know, in a white booth. It was like, I'm like going out, getting everyone fucked up, making cool content. And I'm passionate about it because I'm having fun or mm. we're, we're even doing cars. Like some sign companies just sign up their car to have it sign written. I fucking love my car wrapped and shit. Like mm. even if I didn't have um, my shop, I'd have it wrapped You'd anyway. Wrap car, yeah. And then and then because people were like, fuck, his car looks sick. I want to get my car wrapped. Whereas if I was just trying to wrap it with like signage shit, it wouldn't really G people up. To, yeah. But like, yeah, it's just like, it's cool how when you really find what you enjoy doing, um, the money just sort of comes. Yeah. Just sort of like, you don't even really have to try it. Just start networking and people see what you do and you get noticed because you, you know, you're so good at it. And, and then it's like, imitators like who come on board they just sort of pop up and then fall off and pop yeah. up and fall off because they don't love it so when times are shit too they just yeah. throw in the towel whereas like I've had the fucking worst times I've been robbed I've been fucking this I've been that I've had like hectic stuff happen at the shop I've what been happened like, when you got robbed? Um, I sold a car and um, it was actually a fucking it was a pretty pretty tough time where a lot of shit went wrong I was already pretty fucked so I had this um, SSU and I think I sold it for like back then it was like 15k and it was on a Friday Arvo and then by the time I went to go to the bank I couldn't the bank was closed so I had a safe and I put it in the safe at work and Saturday morning I was on my way to work and one of the boys got there early and like oh we've been broken into I'm like can you go to my office and they're like yeah I'm like can you check under the table blah blah and they're like there's a safe there it's empty and I'm like I felt oh, I was like I wanted to throw up man like it was like my last bit of money and like times like that I was like honestly so I'm like fuck I just want to work a 9 to 5 um, like if I wasn't passionate about eye candy the brand um, everything I will definitely 100% could like look you in the eye and say I would have ended my lease gone fuck this it's not making money um, and I'll just I could just make good money just working 9 to 5 somewhere um, but like at that same time I ended up getting ECM tattooed on me because I was like I got all through it and then she got good and I'm like I got it tattooed on my wrist because I was like fuck I would giving up some like just not an option and I should always just look at this like this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life so I got it on my wrist so just like every day it's just like this isn't a fad I'm not going to ride it out I'm not going to sell it I'm not going to like this is just this is my thing and no matter what gets thrown at me I'll get through it so even this lockdown I would have I would have like to be honest if I didn't have my other online pre incomes and different sources I got like got heaps of stuff going on everywhere like fucking starting an energy drink I'm like I've got fucking shit everywhere um I would have I would have probably had to close the doors permanently like um for the shop even even as I guess successful as we were so I don't know how the how like small dudes are going but if I didn't have all that other stuff I, I would have to throw it in the towel especially if I wasn't passionate about it you know I would have mm. over the lockdown I would have just I wouldn't have wrote it out or whatever I would just fucking because you can exit your lease and shit like with yeah, COVID with, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. I would have just pulled the pin but even now like the, all the other stuff I'm doing is actually generates a lot more revenue than my shop but I just fucking love my shop mm. you know I've got a good team they do cool shit 
everyone loves following it. Like, you know, we post a new car. It was like, have you seen the latest eye candy, fucking GDS or Malou or Lambo? Like, how sick is that? Like, everyone talks about it. Or I'll post it when my mates will message me and I'm like, fuck, you boys killed that. Like, you know, like, we do real wild shit. And that's just like my foundation, the brand, something I'm proud of, something I made. So whether someone like, you know, tries to make a good offer on buying it or, um, or I do really well elsewhere that I don't need it. I'll just, I'll just always have it. Like, it mm. just, it's just fucking, when you love it, you know, it's... A, and that's why it is successful. Yeah. Because it's just a ride or die thing. Yeah, it's like, you know, if I was in there for the money, but, you know, we've got to cut corners. That car's been in here too long, so just hurry up, get it out, like this yeah. and that. But I'm like to my boys, fucking, I'll make them do something three times, you know, just to make sure it's like fucking perfect because it will shit me yeah I mean sometimes customers have said oh you didn't have to do that I'm like nah I was fucking I did yeah, yeah like I don't know just little little shit you know yeah. like their bumper might not have been sitting on properly and it's not our problem but maybe I just the boys did it yeah and I'll be like nah because I want to get photos of the car I want it to look right and like when you don't when you don't have that passion you don't have that eye you let the shit go however but that guy might have gone told his mates go fuck that the dudes fixed my bumper and that they cared for the car and then that guy's got fuck i'll just go there then and mm. it all just fucking falls in place like you know but as soon as you're chasing the money you're chasing like shortcuts time profit you know you can't fucking really it's really hard to care mm. you know spend more than you need to on on time and stuff like that so yeah it's crazy how it all falls in place but yeah you, you're so right man like the you know to speak of my buddy sam like fuck that can't 10 years doing doing his gloves and shit and it's like he's been so fucking he's had like he's had shit that i mean he comes on the podcast here all the time because he's one of his best mates yeah but like he's had stuff he hasn't publicly even spoken about where cunts like would lose their shit yeah if they knew just how bad things have been for him in his life yeah and he's just hasn't quit yeah. never not one time and there was even you know there's even times with me in america where like i had my friends go to vegas and i stayed in my house with no electricity yeah it's... because i couldn't pay my electricity bill and like all my boys are in vegas fucking carrying on and i didn't tell anyone that i was having those problems i didn't tell anyone that i was that broke and you know like my fucking missus at the time went and stayed at her parents place because they had fucking hot water and power yeah. you know and it's like just for I think the people that really do end mm. up making it happen they just it's not an option eh like yeah. you just there's just no you're literally like the a legit captain of a ship where it's like oh well ship's sinking so am I fuck yeah. it it is, yeah. it is what go. it is man but there's always a way like yeah. there is always a way to make it happen like even when you fucking got robbed and shit it's yeah. like you think in that moment you're like fuck it's over I'm done but something always happens if you if you're prepared to just ride through that shit and yeah. be like super uncomfortable well it's it's it always comes down to this is what i say to everyone is <clears throat> it's not it's not what happens to you it's how you deal with it mm. you got one hand this is fucked poor me i give up fucking nothing ever works for me i got the worst luck mm. and then they attract it because oh, i'm like a big fan of like law of attraction mm. those those people that are like that are just bad shit does keep happening to them and it's because they're like that they expect it mm. and then you got the other person that's like oh fuck this just happened how can i fix it how can we move on you know like what's the next how can i make this better what's done is done whereas the other people just drag it out like mm. you know like 
oh say we're all going to the fucking music festival and the driver gets done speeding and loses his license there'll be my one driver this is going to be a sad cunt for the whole day yeah. and he's going to fucking drain it for everyone else too or someone like me I'll be fucking shattered but it's done so I can either be a sad cunt for the whole day and it's not going to get my license back yeah or I can go fuck I lost my license but let's send it boys like, that means it. I can get fucking blown yeah yeah exactly like you know yeah. what I mean and and that's what those different people do and they don't they can't handle that un- that, that I don't know they just never go through to to push forward and like you know because they just think it's not for me it's not mm. this it's not that and it's all we've all got the same shit like I remember like I was at TAFE when I was 18 and like lunch break would happen and my mate would be like oh you know why don't you, why don't you, we'll go get lunch and this and that I'm like oh I'm not uh, I'm not hungry now and stuff like that and it's because like I was waiting till 3 o'clock so the stunner deal would happen at Hungry Jack's because I only had like five bucks a day for food and like if I waited till then I'd get like burger McFlurry looking thing chips drink everything for like four bucks but if I went at one it was like ten bucks Mm. like that's what it got to the point of but no one knew that shit and I didn't sit there and go fuck I'm never gonna make it because this is how I'm living like I saw fuck this I'm not fucking gonna live like this like I'll fucking I want to fucking cool shit like you know I tried to go to school and do TAFE and that I'm like fuck nah I'm not feeling it do this do that I fucking literally left like my job just start working on cars and shit from the like you know even my mates at the time like fuck you can't quit your full time job just start playing around cars in your garage I'm like fuck man I'll, just, I'll work it out like mm. you know like whatever you know I don't care I'd rather I actually did um I did like labour with a, a concrete a builder and shit I'm the biggest like my, like my mates that know me I'm like I don't even fucking I've never held a nail gun or a fucking yeah. hammer like yeah. I'm anti-tradey yeah. I tried to put a TV on my wall and like lunge like a fucking massive hole and went into a water system like I'm just fucking <laughs> illiterate and um, my mate told me he's like bro I can get you like 300 bucks a day cash but doing like labour work and shit I'm like fuck 300 bucks a day like I couldn't even spend that if I tried mm. like that's fucking heaps that's 1500 bucks a week clear like I'm like fuck I'll do it I don't give a fuck got there I was like climbing under houses digging up stumps like you know like fucking fully army crawling under like digging up mm. stumps fucking dead possums spiders in my hair everything I pushed through one day and then I came back the next day and I was just like halfway through the dude come up to me he's like this isn't for you is it and I was like nah and he's like fucking don't be here like if you don't want to do it don't be here and then like it made me think I'm like I'd think I'd rather have no money and be happy than have money and be doing that. Mm. Which, don't get me wrong, anyone fucking listening or fucking some of my mates froth getting down and dirty, being a tradie, that's them. Yeah, that's yeah. sweet. I respect that. But for me, he could see that, like, this kid is uneasy, really uneasy in this position. And it made me think, I'm like, fuck it. He's got a point. I'd rather play with cars and I'd, I'd rather do that why would I do something why would I get up every fucking day and do something if I fucking hate it mm. no matter you give me 10 million dollars uh, what's the point of having the money if you you're working most of your day that's most of your life like you may as well be happy mm. you know what are you gonna fucking work Monday and Friday probably Saturdays too to get a bit of fun on a Sunday like you know and that, that's when I sort of thought fuck it I'll just give it a crack I'd, at least if I can just get by yeah, I'm doing. I'm excited to go to work, and still to this day, I'm excited to go to work. I, 
even when I'm back in Melbourne, going to my shop, what's in today? I go in, it's cool new cars, speaking to customers, yeah. you know, fucking, like, I fucking love it, like, getting up. There's always bad days where jobs going wrong, we've broken something, and, like, um, fuck, like, I've I had a mate's uh I did a mate's Rolls Royce wrapped and um one of the boys went to put the window trims in and chipped like a tiny bit of wood grain like oh. tiny like like to be honest I probably could have put it back in and no one will know but I'm not like that um so I rang Rolls Royce I'm like hey can I get like the top of the wood grain on the door yeah mate um that's two thousand dollars plus GSC I was like nah just not the whole door and shit just like the, the bit of wood <laughs> he's like yeah there's a guy that hand makes them we have to order him his nine week wait and I'm like holy fuck and like that's a shit day because I'm like do I try find one second hand try and get it in not tell him this that and I tried everything couldn't and then like when I know I've got to ring him up go hey you know your Rolls Royce I just fucking did this and then like as soon as I told him and got it I ended up finding this guy that fucking re-clears it and makes it mint you couldn't see and he was sweet anyway so oh, thanks for telling me it's fine blah blah but in my head I'm like yeah, and, like, yeah. that's a shit day I'm like today's the day I'm gonna call him time's up I could yeah. fix it like you know we all have our shit days but apart from that shit like well the, I think the thing is like you're all like you can't have a life without problems yeah so you should kind of want to have you should try to you try to have control over the problems that you've got like the problem that you have is fucking a dude's Rolls, Rolls Royce yeah. like at least you chose that problem yeah. like you chose to take on that that project and it's like your deal and you're doing what you want to do like what fuck problem, problems arise but yeah. it's like better than being in a position where like you're not even getting to choose your problems it's like your problems just choose you and you're fucked you've just got to deal with it yeah it's um it's fucking it's, it's crazy too because um Oh, like I listened to an old school philosopher, that Alan Watts. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And it, he he talks about um, how problems and time limits and everything like we live for. And if we didn't have that, we wouldn't be happy. And he he starts it backwards from saying like, if you knew you could dream for as long as you want and do whatever you want in your dream, eventually you'd only want to dream for you know less and less hours and less. And then you know you'd start wanting to like find yourself having time limits on shit and then money things on stuff and like actually restricting yourself. And like, I don't know, as stupid as it sounds, I see it as a way like, like say when I was a kid and play games, so like Grand Theft Auto, I'd really be into it. And then as soon as I put all the cheats, get unlimited everything, I'd just get rid of the game and throw it. Yeah. And I feel like life's like that. Yeah. If you got all the cheats on, unlimited money, unlimited everything, like it's maybe cool for like a week or two weeks or a year, but you'd start wanting challenges. You start wanting things to actually maybe go wrong, like in yeah. a fucked up way that it sounds. So it's like, you got to appreciate the way the world works and the journeys that happen and when things go wrong it's fucking just part of life and just fucking embrace it and learn from it and and go better and, and do better and be better like you know look back on it and go fuck yeah I handled that good or I learned a lot from that or mm. if I fucked this up I'll never do that again mm. like you know it's it's sort of cool like the way it all, all works so yeah it's fucking no, nah, dude, I to totally agree. He's a fucking G too, Alan Watts. Yeah, I know he's so no. old school, but yeah, fucking no, like, kind of. Yeah, I was like he's like literally some of them times where I wanted to fucking pack it up, and then you just feel lost and like don't know what to do and don't know who to talk to and shit. I just literally put his shit on. And I just fucking get like super motivated and yeah. like I'm like, no, nah, fuck this. There's he's he's super legit, man. He's like a actual like legit Buddhist oh really yeah 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 he spent he spent a bunch of time in like India with a bunch of like the the really legit 
um, like Vipassana teachers and like yeah. all that. So he actually is considered a Buddhist, even though he's like an English, um, English like uh, like a, a philosopher, a um, uh, fucking a professor. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like, but he yeah. actually is like a Buddhist. Yeah. Well, I only got onto him from that. There was just a short clip, like because I was never into watching like a three hour thing back then when I was young because I didn't mm. give a fuck but I, I was literally like 18, 19, 20 watching that shit and it was all started just a three minute clip that someone obviously cut out of it mm. big thing in it, and it was just said what would you do if money was no object I've seen that one yeah, yeah. and he just yeah. talks about it, like such a good point like if money didn't fucking rule your life what would you actually what would you just do and then that's when I got like really stuck in it and like I started watching the longer and longer ones and then I'm like fuck you like no one knows the meaning to life except this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, everything he says, like, he actually just fucking makes so much sense. So I was like, I, I, I pretty much live by that sort of shit. So yeah. I, I've never, it's even got rid of my aspiration to have unlimited money and unlimited that because what he says is true. Like, you know, you just, you, you wouldn't want that forever. Mm. You, we need problems and we need problem solving and fucking you know bits and pieces so when shit happens and it goes wrong so going this is fuck like fuck life i'm like fuck this is just like one of life's curveballs to keep me fucking yeah. growing and learning and on my toes but it's funny like people talk about like oh what's the meaning of life the meaning of life is to make meaning of life yeah do something do like something you, with it yeah like, you have a life to live yeah that like and, and the, the crazy thing too is like that no one really chose life and mm. I think that that's what kind of ma- that's where a bit of unhappiness can come from in people is that like if you sort of go all the way back like we didn't even choose to be alive you're to start with up. like yeah you're just <laughs> fucking here now yeah. and it's like the meaning of life is to make meaning yeah. of the life that you've been given you didn't choose it you weren't this wasn't something that you decided I'll to take be. that body yeah you're like I'm going to fucking earth today <laughs> yeah. and I'm just gonna hang around for like 90 years and fucking see how it goes yeah but it's like yeah that and I think that if you try and find meaning in like external shit and you like look for some kind of meaning, it's like you're looking at the wrong thing. Like you make the meaning, the meaning it's on you. It's your life. You, yeah. you, that's the one thing that you get when you get here is like, Hey, here's life. Make something out of it. Yeah. No, I totally agree. It's as I, I think it, I think the whole education system needs to be updated now. It's mm. outdone from, when we were kids um like too much like i as far as i knew when i grew up is you're supposed to go to school go to university get a girlfriend get married have kids get a house mm. now for me like i've just sold my house because i got i fucking lost so much shit on it because i just was getting drilled i just felt like this like even this like social opinion on you that you should have a house like I was buying like a you know hundred thousand dollar car and having a house. People were like, mm, you should really have a house. Like that's mm. one thing. Or why are you doing this? Or why are you renting? And I like, fuck it, I'm getting a house. Then I got the house. Realized like, hey, yeah, I want to expand this business. Oh, sorry, like because your capital is like tied up in that. Or hey, you know this and that. And then like, um, even people like, oh, you know, fuck my house going up twenty grand this year. I'm like, you made I'm like if I had that money, I would have made a hundred grand on fucking merchandise. Like, mm. you know, and I got sucked into that whole nine to five, do this, do that, blah, blah. And I feel like a lot of kids need to know that there's no fucking secret recipe to life. Everyone's different. So someone working nine to five with a really good career, 
and they've got a good stable job house probably good for them just to sit there and make you know a bit of interest on and fucking go up but someone like me is fucking moving states and i'm overseas all the time and fucking around and plus i got like i'm using my money here there and everywhere to start shit a house is a burden on me and mm. you know I'm, I'm much better off renting moving around doing what i do and and that hundred thousand dollar car that you're buying like that is and that's like marketing for your business yeah. yeah so yeah it's so case by case you're so right yeah it's like and i got sucked into that like and even even like you know not from school and shit but like um yeah just society is like you're 30 you should really be married by now mm. it's like who says that is there an actual book that says yeah. when you're 30 you're supposed to be married like some people get married at 20 and some people get married at 40 like you just get married when you find the one you love that you like yeah don't get married at 30 because you're like oh, i'm with this chick i don't really like it but fuck it everyone's saying like it's too late yeah same thing at house like you might have the money for a house but might not be the best thing to do or you might fucking drop out of school when you're beating yourself up because fucking you're supposed to go to school and go to university but if you're like got something fucking good going for you um and you think that you want to pursue that just give it a crack like there's a whole fucking i think it all needs to be updated like life yeah. skills you know all the shit i've dealt with there was nothing i got taught in school like yeah. i learned how to use a bunsen burner and algebra yeah and then like basic shit like when i copped a tax bill what fuck's tax yeah <laughs> it's like they really need to fucking do the whole but then it's like i just think why would they bother updating it when they want they need those people to work nine to five and yeah. do that shit and follow orders to create the foundations and yeah so it's sort of hard like that but i guess to any younger dudes even listening like yeah i feel bad when they like i beat myself up when i got shit exam uh like my exams were like didn't even tell me it's just below 20 yeah <laughs> it's like don't let this guy down you're gonna beat him up too much they're just right below 20 it's probably like one but yeah yeah like you know you get a bit beaten up by like it, like almost think my life's gonna be shit now because yeah. that was the step you do school you do that you get exams go to uni to get rich and do that so like some people could you know you find them they might ride themselves off too young yeah yeah 100% you know I haven't got a message yet I haven't done this yet I haven't there's just no time living on shit you just fucking when it happens it happens you know yeah. so yeah I definitely reckon that's a fucking big misperceived untalked about yeah thing no definitely well hey dude we've pretty much done fucking three hours bro fuck yeah man holy shit did you have anywhere to be didn't even ask you yeah whoops fuck it <laughs> no nah, man I, I really appreciate you coming on and um yeah it's been fucking been around to talk and uh and hear your story and i'm stoked you're up here now i'm sure we'll yeah bro we'll definitely hang out again at some point yeah i've got to go right i've got to fucking get some mates in the bikes done <laughs> thanks Perfect, brother man. appreciate it fuck yeah legend fuck that went quick yeah dude it's crazy eh? Hey? what's a normal length for you three hours yeah yeah I do all of them pretty much three hours if I can. Oh.